Cherry Pop Horror. Good evening, and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. Your host is Jacob, and in this show they tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror animated. Basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, they'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry. They'll be running through the plot, talking about the tricks and the treats, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, you can send them an email, cherrypopora at gmail.com, and or following them on Twitter, at cherrypophorror. Okay, here we go. Happy Halloween! <laughs> Here in little old New Zealand, Halloween isn't really a big thing, sadly. I know. I kind of wish it was, because, you know, spooky is my jam. But it makes sense that it's not really big here. It's a festival based on the passing of seasons. Back in the day, it was a celebration of a fruitful harvest as we watched the winter roll on in. The flowers disappeared, the trees turned orange, orange and shed their leaves to become no less than skeletal. The crops that bore us food withered and died in the cold. Here, October is our spring. So we're not at the right time of seasons to pay homage to this look of the cycle of life and death as it evolves in the environment around us. Instead, we're watching as chicks hatch from their eggs, flowers spring from once hardened soil, and insects awake from a season of slumber. Having said that, I can say Halloween is a state of mind, and every week is spooky season here at Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, Dylan, and welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror for episode... Your sixth episode now, I think? Sixth. Sixth, I think? Because we did, what, three Fear Streets, and then o- Oculus, Oculus, and... They Them. They Them. Yeah, yeah six. Six. Damn. Episode 51 as well. Yeah. Nearly, nearly our full first year of of podcasting it's great insane so um what's your favorite treat you know because we're all about halloween at the moment it's our spooky season so what's your what's your little treat that you give yourself my god i'm such a slut for a peanut butter cup i love peanut butter like a reese's like a reese's Reese's peanut butter cups not reese's pieces i hate reese's pieces because i tried the little reese's pieces peanut butter cup thing i didn't like it i was a peanut butter cup or the I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like a, the, the little circle thing that's like. Oh, so it's got a very loud motorbike. Oh my god! I wish I was you. <laughs> um, no, so there's Reese's pieces, which are kind of look like little M and M's, and then there's the peanut butter cups, which are. Oh my god. We get it. You have a tiny dick, so you need a loud bike. Move on. Um, yeah, um, peanut butter cup is just like yeah, a little chocolate. Chocolate cup thing. The little, little the little circle up. thing, like wrapped in foil. Peanut right? butter inside it. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like it. Shut the get get out of my house. It was. <laughs> it's my house. Get out. I don't care. <laughs> it's because it was like it's so, they're so gritty. That's what I like about them. I love the texture. They're so. Good. I don't like. I like peanut. I like crunchy peanut butter. Like yeah. when I get peanut butter, I get crunchy peanut butter. But something about the like weird sand-like texture oh. of a peanut butter cup but I just can't get can't on with relate. I love it I love it so much I they like, brought out like a, a jar of the Reese's peanut butter once and I really wanted to get it but it was really expensive and I couldn't like like, like a peanut butter spread or something yeah, but it's Reese's, but, pe- yeah. Reese's but it was like the inside cup. of a peanut butter cup that sounds very 
Yum. Not delicious. I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was like chewing on sandpaper, okay? Like, I, you're not wrong. I understand, <laughs> but I like it. The flavor's fine. Yeah. It's just got a really weird texture for me. I love it. I go, I go with, um, I, I've really gotten into Kinder Surprises at the moment. Kinder chocolate is so good. It's really nice. Then that's before you even get to the It's toy. not the best chocolate, but I'm picking it because it comes with a toy. I love the chocolate. Are you joking? No, the chocolate's good. Oh. It's not the best chocolate. The best chocolate's like Galaxy. Galaxy chocolate is. I think that's a. Amazing. I think that's a UK thing, to be honest. Oh yeah, it is I, a UK I, thing. You, Galaxy chocolate is good, but I don't think of it as like the top best. tier. But like my best friend Logan is from the UK, and he also thinks that Galaxy chocolate is the best. It's because he's right. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that too loud. It'll go straight to his head. Oh my god! So, like if I look in a mirror and just say Logan was right three times, does it just appear? Yeah, me? he will. <laughs> you think I'm joking? <laughs> no, I go, yeah, Galaxy Chocolate's the best, but as like a little treat, a kinder surprise, because it mm. comes with a little toy. Mm, little toy. The toys aren't as cool as they used to be, though. No, but I'm slowly making like a collection. You can sort of see them on the end of my bookshelf of little, oh, yeah. little, <laughs> little animals. <laughs> so I'm slowly building an animal kingdom of kinder surprise toys. What is the point of adulthood if you can't collect your silly little children's toys? <laughs> exactly. But now I know how to take care of them, yeah, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> I'm not putting them in a glass case like I have my Funko Pops. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them. I have a lot of Funko Pops and yeah. I keep adding to them. I'm waiting for my Nosferatu to turn up. I it's ordered Nosferatu? It hasn't released yet. They keep pushing back the release date. That's so I've been so waiting cool. for it for like six months. I picked a, a UV light Godzilla the other day and I really, really want it. It's so cool. That's cool. Well, that brings us nicely into our movie because, you know, it's Halloween. So this week it was Dylan's first time watching Trick or Treat. 2007.
Oh my god. <laughs> so this movie's a bit wild. Um, mm. I, I've neglected mm. to mention that this is an anthology movie before I sent it to you. It's kind of an anthology it's movie. It's kind of an anthology movie, and I deliberately did not look into this movie at all. I didn't even look at the IMDb page. I didn't do anything. I oh, went really? completely blind. You knew Anna Paquin was I in it. I knew Anna Paquin was in it, and that was it. And I think I mentioned Brian Cox was in it as well, because we had that discussion about X-Men 2, which also had Anna Paquin in it as well. Possibly, but I didn't know who Brian Cox was, so oh, I just right. kind of glossed over it. <laughs> right. I mean, like, fair. He, he's one of these people I know who he is when I see him. Yeah, I don't know his name, but you can't like picture his face. Yeah. So yeah, sort of an anthology movie, but they're all connected. This is what four different stories um, interweaving. My into notes each other? actually say it's three thousand different stories <laughs> because me and Nikki were sitting there going, "What the." fuck like this is like a million different stories and they are all completely unhinged oh, they're great it's fucking fantastic so we, we open on warner bros and um it might surprise you to know that this movie was stuck in development hell for years no i can't imagine why <laughs> it was like fully made fully edited everything like that and nobody wanted to publish it right so it just sort of lingered in the ether while but like directors or producers or whatever would like please please somebody somebody publish it somebody please we <laughs> will like, pay you <laughs> kind of like cabin in the woods you know the chris hemsworth oh uh, yeah i really like that movie yeah i really like that movie yeah. but that also got stuck in development hell for several years because nobody wanted that. to publish it i know that um anna hutchison the girl who played the blonde girl the kiwi girl who played that role mm. Uh, she got the role because all of the American actresses didn't want to get their tits out, and she was like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Get old uh, Kiwi go-getter attitude. <laughs> yeah, I'll so get my tits out for this movie. Fuck yeah. Despite the fact that this came out, the, the actual release date of this is way after X-Men, I'm think it... 2007, I think. 2000, yeah, 2007 is when this is this released. Yeah. But I think it was before Anna Paquin became like a big name. Oh, much, really? Much like Chris Hemsworth, where, you know... Yeah, he wasn't really that well-known. Yeah, he, he wasn't really well-known until Thor happened, and Thor released before, before Cabin, Cabin in the, the Woods, Woods, but yeah. Cabin in the Woods was filmed earlier than Thor. I remember Thor. being like, what the fuck is Chris Hemsworth doing in this movie? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of that sort of thing. It's really interesting, and why why would nobody publish this movie? It's great. I mean, it's very violent. It's horny as fuck as well. It's not... That it is a horny <laughs> fucking movie, Jacob. <laughs> One of the stories is kind of horny. All right, we'll talk about it as we go along then. So we open on a promotional video on how to handle Halloween, you know, the rules of Halloween, you know. Mm-hmm. Always go with your friends, don't knock on people's houses if you don't know them, always stay on the sidewalk. Um, yeah, never go alone, that sort of thing. And it was very sort of like 1950s, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Timmy's playing with uranium. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Builds character. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit of trauma. It makes yeah. you who you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we cut immediately to a jack-o'-lantern as uh, a little girl pulls a trolley behind her as she walks down the street. You can just see it's a very low shot. Mm. It's just this little girl's bottom of her dress boots and she's pulling like a little red wagon behind her. She walks out into the street, almost gets hit by a car. And then just goes on her way as we sort of pan over to a couple that's arriving home. Mm. She's dressed. <laughs> he's sort of dressed. I don't know what his outfit is. He's like. <laughs> he's got some kind of like half-assed leather armor on or something. Yeah, I was like, is he is he like a medieval knight or something like that? It looks that? like he was supposed to be and maybe he's fucking taken half of his costume off. They do mention that they're lit. 
Yeah. <laughs> the wife is the wife or girlfriend or whatever whatever she is. We don't really know. Uh, Emma, I think her character name. is? I don't know. I just was like, oh, that's that bitch from Lost. Except it wasn't that bitch from Lost. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen Lost. I've seen a season and was just like, I'm out. I was really confused because both me and Nikki were like, she's a bitch. Who's she? And we both looked her up, and he recognized her from something that I haven't seen. Mm. And I didn't really re- like. I've seen some of the movies that she's credited for, but I don't remember her being in them. Right. She's got. She's just got one of those faces. I yeah. think that you kind of recognize her, but. Yeah. Um, she's she's having a bit of a whinge because it's been a bit of a shit night mm-hmm. by the sounds of it. She's complaining. She's like, I, I just want to go to bed and wake up in the morning because her mum's coming around or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're lit. I'm lit. This guy, he's not lit anymore. And he blow- and she blows out the jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> one of... <laughs> one. so stupid. It's one of the rules of Halloween. It keeps the evil spirits away. But uh, yet she blows it out as someone across the road watches. We don't know who or what this is at the moment. We just get get a point of view shot from someone across the road as she blows out the candle and heads inside. Yeah. <laughs> you just had looked like you had like an existential like, crisis no, as you were thinking. Like, <laughs> like I myself was a little lit when I was watching this movie, but like I, I was like, did, did I don't remember that particular mask coming back into play again? Did I just miss that? What do you mean? Uh, the the dude, the person standing across the road watching her was like dressed all in black. It's not him. It's not him. Oh, was it was Sackboy hanging out nearby? It's Sam. That's that's the name for Sackboy. Yes. Sackboy has a name. Yeah, he's called Sam. We were just calling him Sackboy. Yeah, they don't say his name in the movie, but I've got the pop vinyl. He's called Sam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Didn't notice. <laughs> it was mostly focusing on the big, tall, white mask person also standing there staring at her. Yeah. There's there's someone watching her from across the road that they don't see as she blows out the candle. And the, the camera's sort of a bit fuzzy. Yeah. And it's because he's got a sack over his face. But, um, yeah. She... Oh, no, I do remember that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. She blows out the jack-o'-lantern and, you know, she they're, they're heading up the, the walkway to the front porch. And she says, you know what? I, I want the yard cleared. I'm done with all this gory, nasty shit. It looks disgusting and I hate it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, bitch. It has been a bad night. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I fucking love Halloween. How about Yikes. we leave this? <laughs> yeah, spooky season is the best time of year. It begins in September. Fight me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we can celebrate Christmas in fucking October, as people seem to do. Exactly. Like, we could do Halloween a couple of months exactly. early. Exactly. As fun. far as I'm concerned, spooky season is September through November. <laughs> I mean, my house is just covered with, like, horror memorabilia yeah. and shit, so... <laughs> I've even gotten used to the clown stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, by the way, fuck you. What? this movie. This... There's, like... Especially in the first half, there's, like, a clown in every other scene. Did you just not notice that? No, I just didn't notice it. Are they just regular... Cause there's the... just people dressed as clowns. Oh, right, right. Everywhere. Right, okay. No, I, I, I don't even process it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Or every single time, every single time, I was like, "I'm gonna fucking kill Jake and give him so much shit for this." <laughs> At least they don't play like a prominent part. If they played any, there kind is of... one that kind of does. Oh, one of the kids is yeah, kind of yeah. It's not I a guess. great mask. I didn't like it. No, okay. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Dylan, Dylan um, has a fear of clowns. I don't like them. Which is why we're never going to be able to do it. No, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> From where I'm sitting, I can see your Pennywise pop vinyls, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm kind of used to it now, but I still don't like it. <laughs> I mean, fair, fair. We've all got our things that we just can't 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not touching that. My apologies. I. <laughs> it's okay. It wasn't like bad <laughs> enough that I was actually upset. I was yeah. just like, like fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> yeah. I was, I like played through the movie in my head and I was like, no, there's no like prominent clowns in this movie. Nobody, there's no like main character dressed as a clown or anything like that. There's no like clown killers or anything like that. You'll be fine. I can think of like five off the top of my head. Just random people dressed as clowns. Yes. Mostly. Yeah. But like a few of them are like, like they, 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 they get, get like featured extras and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Yes. He says uh, the, the Emma's husband or boyfriend or whatever the fuck he is, I don't know, says, you know, he just wants to enjoy his night and she's being a buzzkill. Yeah. Which she is. Kind of is. Yeah. yeah. She tells him to go on and put, go put the tape on. <laughs> yeah. Me and Nikki were like, what does she mean by that? Yeah, because she's just like, go put the tape and on. And his Ask eyes duck. light up. And yeah. He's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and she's like, fine, I'll, I'll start cleaning up the yard. You go put the tape on. Yeah, she's going to start cleaning up the yard. She declares that she hates Halloween. Yeah. Which is just, yeah, okay. Wrong and stupid, but okay. You do, I guess. <laughs> Uh, her, her partner works on oh sorry and, and she works on starting to take the decorations down mm-hmm. chucking them into a box and like everything like that she dismantles the ghosts they've got set up in their front yard which are basically like cross poles with a sheet mm-hmm. draped over it and like some sort of pillow or something like that to make the head yeah she's chucking all these body parts into a box as she spots a masked stranger who seems to be watching her from across the road mm-hmm. this is just like the purge yeah. It's that, it's that kind of look. Mm-hmm. Just dark hoodie, dark track pants, and, and a blood splattered white mask. Yeah. It's, it's a basic as fuck it's Halloween costume. Stock standard. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, oh, I got invited to a party last minute. Mm-hmm. Head to the, to, to the $2 shop, buy a mask. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Come on, dude. Put in some effort. But the two of them stare at each other for a while until the guy is picked up. He, like, pulls up his mask and it's just some random teen boy who mm-hmm. gets in the car with his friends and they drive off. Um, she turns around and is suddenly jumped by something and screams, but we immediately cut. Yeah. Love that. Fucking cock tease ass movie. <laughs> but you do get to see it later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, we've only just started the movie, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's our opening kill. They can't give away all the secrets straight away. But I want them to. I want all the secrets. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> Her partner, who's, like, so drunk or stoned or whatever, who's, who's like, falling asleep in bed, hears the scream, kind of I'm look- sorry. No, we are not going to overlook this, because I said it was a horny movie, and you were like, it's not that horny. It, it, ju- it cuts to him watching porn, and you see the porn. You see full-on tits, like, going for yes, it. Yes, because he sort of, he jolts awake, and he thinks the scream is from the lady in the porno, uh-huh. who's like, oh my god, yeah! Yeah, yeah, horny movie, right out the gate. Me and Nikki were like, whoa, all right. And he just thinks it's the porn, so goes back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, okay, dude, sure. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't give him a little tint in his pants. This movie is so horny. <laughs> I wish they did. Yeah. We, we see tits. Why can't we see dick? I, like, we, come on. We have this conversation every time. Every time. <laughs> we did get man ass in they them, so. We did, yes. And in Fair Street Part 2. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And it was nice man ass. I was very happy. Yeah. She... Emma and the attacker outside struggle because they're sort of, they're caught up in one of the sheets from the ghosts. Yeah. So there's just two of them. You can't see what's attacking her and they're sort of screaming at each other and falling on the ground and stuff like that. She's under the blanket or whatever it is and sort of trips out into the street where a couple of kids are just watching. Watching. (laughs) And they're just like, what? And then suddenly there's like a gargled scream and a blood splat up the inside of the blanket. Uh Uh-huh. And you're just like, oh. 
Okay, and the kids run away. They run. They they probably think it's just like an elaborate Halloween trick. Like, yeah, yeah. Which fair enough, but like, holy shit! <laughs> like, damn. And then Emma's slowly dragged back into back into the front yard. Comically, I we would don't say. Yeah, Cause like because this tiny little figure half her size is like dragging her back, yeah. and they're both it's this tiny, yeah, tiny little figure going, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dragging her back into the yard, and he's like, what? Is this? Yeah. <laughs> is this a, is this the beginning of your? What am I watching? <laughs> no, this all seemed pretty standard. It was when it started cutting to other storylines that I started going, "What the fuck is going on?" Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so hubby wakes up and goes to find Emma. Uh, he sees a hand dangling from a tree, and he just thinks it's the regular decorations. But if you look closely, you can see a wedding ring. I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's her actual hand. Oh, that's a foot." Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of well done that bit, actually. It really is. Because be- you can't really see the little glimmer of her ring unless you look, like, look for it. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. I see what's happening. I think the first nice. time I watched this, I just thought it was the decorations. Because yeah. they did have limbs hanging from that yeah. tree. One of them jumps get her. Yeah. When she was cleaning up. When she was cleaning up, yeah. yeah. And it was just like a, a rubber hand or whatever like that. But yeah, yeah, no, it's actually dripping blood and you could see her wedding ring. And <laughs> so you're like, oh, oh actual limbs. Uh-oh. <laughs> He turns and sees uh, one of the ghosts is kind of lit up, or it lights up behind him. There's like a little ping, and this light comes on on one of mm. the one of the blanket ghosts behind him. He removes the sheet to reveal Emma's head atop the post, her mouth stu- stuffed with a pumpkin lollipop. It was an enormous... I was like, is that a lollipop? Because it was so fucking huge. It's huge. Like, it stretched her cheeks out. Yeah, it looks like a hockey puck. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. And the fact that she's been, like, fully dismembered. Yeah. That's just the head. The first time I thought this, I thought she was, like, tied to the post. Yeah. And then this time I was watching, I was like, oh. Oh, no, it's just her head. head. Yeah. Wild. (laughs) That little demon thing or whatever it was fully just cut her into pieces. Yeah. So this this opening scene really, really sets you up for what you're going to get in this movie. It's horny as fuck. It's super violent. (laughs) You don't know what the fuck is happening. (laughs) In all the best ways, though. Yeah. Like, oh my god. So credits roll, and I really love this sort of um, comic book style that it they've was... gone for. My very first note is like, what the fuck is going on with this like intro sequence? It's so hectic. Like, it's so crazy. There's so much I going know. on. And I was impressed by it, because I thought this was going to be a really shitty low-budget movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Me sending you shitty low-budget movies? Dylan, I would never. You're right. I should have trusted you. Yeah, you exactly. never do that to me. I do <laughs> Don't give me that look. <laughs> How many of the movies have we done? And the only That's, one, the I only mean, one. To we, be fair, three of them were my pick. <laughs> and the only one we didn't like is one neither of us had seen and neither of us expected to like. That's, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I gave you Oculus. You did, and that was Oculus. a damn good movie. Oh my God, I fucking love that movie. Anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway, back to the yeah. So I really love this comic book style. It's sort of. I'm not sure if this is based on a comic book or something like that, or whether they're just doing a homage to, you know, like the old um, Creepshow comic books and Mm. stuff like that, because it could just be a homage to that. Yeah. But throughout the panels, you know, we see bits of the various stories we're going to see throughout the movie. I will have to take your word for it, because I did not know what was going on. So much of this is in retrospect. I might end up watching it again tonight, so... And we get our title card, Trick or Treat. Yeah, I said, I love how all these images relate to the stories we're about to witness and the characters involved therein. I think you see, you know, pictures of Little Red Riding Hood walking down the the, mm-hmm. 
desolate road and stuff like that and obviously jack-o'-lanterns and the little sack boy and things like that and we open on a a some um, a kid you can't really see their face they're just dragging a, a sack of candy through the streets yep just full on on the pavement <laughs> all the yeah. way along it's that is a nasty looking bag as well yeah, like the is. bottom of it's gone kind of black yeah it's gross <laughs> treat your candy with respect you little shit yeah, yeah. this kid's a I, 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 in my head, I have to justify that he must be a piece of shit. Hey, I mean, he's a child, but yes. Children can be pieces of shit, okay? <sighs> yeah, but nine times out of ten, they simply don't know better. Um, this kid in particular, like, as soon as it panned up to his face, me and Nikki just fucking lost our shit laughing. Because it's the kid from Bad Santa. Nikki oh, okay. was like, first Christmas and now this? Like, this <laughs> I... kid can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that during this opening scene, he passes all of the characters. Oh, does he? He does. Oh my god, I need to. As he's dragging thing. a sack of candy, he walks past like, um, what was it, Marcy and Schrader, or Marcy and Sarah and Chip. They walk past her in the street. You see, um, who was that? I didn't get any character names. The the kids who's Marcy, the girl who's dressed up like an angel, and her friends. Oh, the ones who are mean to the, to, to the witch girl. The witch girl. Yeah, they, she passes them. She passes Laurie and her friends as they head to the costume store. Oh. Um, the kid passes the the principal Stephen Stephen Wilkins mm-hmm. or whatever his name mm-hmm. is coming out of the store with candy bars. Right. And he passes all of our main characters oh, as he walks God. down the road. Okay. It's uh, fucking awesome. And it's I such a. I definitely need to watch this again. <laughs> I definitely, definitely do. It's so good. We get a, a small title card that just says, earlier. <laughs> so yeah. this is. So at least we can have a time frame. This is before Emma and, and her husband, whatever that yep. happens. <clears throat> um, there's a Halloween town parade. There's news reporting on the celebration, you know, people getting dressed in costumes and coming down here to celebrate. It's a whole massive, great big party. It's like uh, people getting drunk in the streets and yeah. stuff like that. Proper Halloween, uh, Proper Halloween, which we yeah. don't get here in New Zealand, sadly. <laughs> so upsetting. Is this where the reporter is like doing a news story about yeah. it? I laughed so much at that because it was like she ended it with like, you know, you're supposed to end your reports with like a punchy line or like something like memorable or catchy. Yeah, yeah. And she just says where you dress up as the scariest thing you can think of. And it was so fu- it was so weak. I, I had not picked up on that, but yeah, and then, I guess you're completely right because they're not just you know they usually come up with like a joke or yeah. like a punchline, and you can tell it. that's what they were trying to go for, but it just fell completely flat because it was like yeah, of course that yeah, you don't need to say that. That's one of yeah. those things that's just like Duh. you dress is the scariest thing you can think of, and then Nikki was like Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Because I dressed up as Johnny Bravo for Halloween yes. last year. Yeah, I yeah. remember. It was bad. I came as uh, Beatrice Kiddo from... You did. From Kill Bill. Yeah. And I was like, right. fuck yeah. Those yeah, yeah. <laughs> are good costumes. Yeah, it was a fun time too. It was yeah. really nice. Um, we got to a costume store as a group of loud, um, loud rowdy girls is getting dressed in the in the dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. They're picking their costumes. Yep. We don't know what they're dressed as. We just see a little kid sort of running around who's like, four or five or something yeah. like that and he immediately runs and starts peeking on the girls getting yeah. changed through the gap in the door yeah it's which is so... apparently a really common thing in the states like all toilet and like changing room doors have that gap in them okay that's yeah that's one weird thing it's weird and also this kid is too young to be horny for these girls 
I mean, yeah. He's, he's honestly like five or six. He's pretty young, but like, I mean, I started thinking about that kind of shit when I was very young. Mm. Some people just, yeah. I guess so. Um, but the thing that me and Nikki started absolutely screaming at the TV about at this point was the like shop owner or something comes over and is like, um, wrap it up, ladies. Like, there are children around. Or I think something. it's the kid's mum. Uh, yeah. And like, he's perving on th- they are yeah. inside the changing what are changing rooms for if not for changing well i think it's because they're talking about like the last party they went to they were like you know last year i um you know i did that guy in a jeep and everything like that and okay. oh oh yeah and sandra or whatever her fucking name is oh you you did that girl and she's like yeah but she had a hot ass and you know right yeah we were like <laughs> We just, I don't think we picked up on that. We were just like, shut the f- what victim blaming bullshit. <laughs> You're like, what shut up, Karen. Shut up, Karen. <laughs> Take your little pervert home. We'll get him to watch some fucking porn and get it out of his system. <laughs> yes, this woman comes over, complains at them for, for lewd talk, I assume, but doesn't tell off her kid for spying on the girls while they're changing. Boys will be boys after Boys all. will be boys. Mm. Um, Yes. <laughs> Yes, they, they, I, my note here, just in big letters, says this conversation has a completely different meaning once we know the twist. So we'll talk about that when, when we when we yep. reach the twist. Yep. Uh, they come out to reveal their costumes. You know, we've got Cinderella. One of them's dressed as Snow White. Mm-hmm. Another one's dressed as Bo Peep, which mm-hmm. I think is very ironic, it given is. the yes. later twist. Yeah. Uh, one They're of the all smoking hot as well. Just throwing that out there. They Holy are shit. gorgeous. Um, I like... I think Danielle looks gorgeous in her Cinderella dress. Yes. Stunning. Uh, Nikki really liked uh, the Snow White girl, partially because he also knew her from White Chicks, and he was like, hey, I love this bitch. Um, (laughs) I mean, fair. I think I liked the other chick. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to lie, I spent most of my time staring at her tits, so... (laughs) They've all got their boobs out. They're all all dressed in, like, the the sexy versions. Yeah, Yeah. it's like sexy Snow White and sexy Bo Peep. But one of the girls doesn't want to come out. She says, you know, um, she looks stupid and she doesn't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And her sister, who's Danielle, who's dressed as Cinderella, says, you know, come on out or we'll huff and we'll puff. And, you know, it's just kind of joking. And eventually she does come out. She's like, fine, fine, I'll come out, but don't laugh at me. Yeah. And she comes out and we meet Laurie, played by the fabulous Anna Paquin. Oh my god, marry me. <laughs> and she's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Yes, yeah, she is. She's it's got... not a sexy costume like the others, though. It's very modest. I mean, it depends what your definition of sexy is. I mean, is until because... you take, like, when she's got the overcloak on, it's not. It's very modest. And she looks very, like, like, virginal and, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. I mean, she's got, I don't know. Her hair got... is, I was so distracted by her hair when she came out of the, I was like, you're telling me that you just got changed into an entire ass outfit and your hair is perfect. perfect. <laughs> it's like over the top perfect. It's like you just walked out of the salon perfect. It looks, she looks gorgeous. She looks. She looks so fine. Oh <laughs> yeah. It, even with my notes in, in big bold letters, I was just like, oh, she looks fucking stunning. Yeah. And it's because Anna Paquin is just gorgeous anyway. Mm-hmm. Represent New Zealanders. If you didn't know, Anna Paquin is, uh, yep. is a Kiwi. Lifelong girl crush, Anna Paquin. <laughs> Started when you watched X-Men, right? Um, yes. I did this... watch her when she was much, much younger in Fly Away Home, though. Um, it's a very little known movie. My best friend got it for me on VHS when we were kids. Right. You know, just the kind of present that a kid gets a kid. Like, eh, yeah. this this will do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it turned into one of my favorite movies. It's it's very cute. It's very wholesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. But she's very, very little. But she got, she, I'm pretty sure her big break was X-Men, right? That's X-Men. how she, like, broke um, into she the also, industry. She also, she was in a movie called The Piano, which was, like, Oscar bait, and it won a heap of awards. Oh, and I think okay. that kind of... Pushed her up as well. Put her name out there, mm. and then that's probably how she got into stuff like X-Men. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't know her, she's Rogue from X-Men. Yeah. So, um, the older ones, not the... New, oh no, they don't even have Rogue in the newer ones, do they? No, no, I don't believe so. Okay, yeah, she's she was Rogue also in True Blood. Yes, and yeah. and one of the um, main actresses in True Blood. Mm. I think her name was like Sadie or something. I don't know. Name. I tried to watch the first season of of True Blood, and then realized I was not paying attention to any of the plot because her brother was just so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> I got like I finished the first season I was like I have no idea what the plot was because every time her brother walked into a scene I was just like oh my god he's so hot I can't even judge you for that because I do the same fucking thing with, with Anna Penguin just in general <laughs> anytime there's a hot woman in a movie I'm like hey so basically they, they, they're all dressed in their um, outfits um, Danielle and and Laurie are dressed a bit more modestly mm-hmm. and the other two girls are wearing sort of the sexy version of Bo Peep and, and Snow White mm-hmm. Not to say that, you know, you can't look sexy in a long dress or anything like that. It's just that they're looking, you know, purposefully provocative. Yeah. And when we say modest, we mean that their tits aren't hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) basically. And, you know, the dress covers more than, you know, the upper thigh. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to go meet their dates, they say. They're rung up at the counter and Danielle Danielle flirts with the the cashier boy Mm -hmm. who's quite cute mm-hmm. and she's like you know we're heading to a party what time do you finish oh you can just meet us there then mm-hmm. very cute so she's she's got a date already yeah meanwhile the kid who's dragging the, the candy sack is walking down the street smashing the pumpkins off people's fences because he's a little bitch because he's a little piece of shit he goes to one of the porches where it's self-serve and they have a little sign up that says please take only one i'm like bitch no one's going to only take one. Yeah, you did this intentionally now that I know that he definitely did it intentionally, but also, like, people who do that legitimately, come mm. on. Kids yeah. don't have self-control, especially around candy. But this this kid has a definite, you know... He's got a vibe of, like, I don't give a fuck, I'll do what I want. Because he takes, like, three handfuls. He takes a lot. Most kids, I think, would maybe take, like, a handful. They should have just had him up in the entire bucket into his bag. Like, <laughs> the entire bucket of candy yeah. into his sack. Yeah. This is Charlie. We learn his name. This is Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's caught by the owner, an older gentleman, uh, called Stephen Wilkins, mm-hmm. who we learn later is the principal of the school. Yep. Love it. And he sits down, he tells Charlie to sit down so he can have a chat with him about his, you know, behavior, you know, smash, because he sees like smashed pumpkin on his shoe and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't smash pumpkins. Um, and we cut then to the girls who are walking the street. So we're back to Laurie and her sister and her friends and they're all yep. walking down the streets. They bump into Emma and her partner mm-hmm. as they walk down the road. Yeah. Which basically solidifies that you know oh this was earlier then yeah cool they're talking about losing their virginity Mm -hmm. and we learn that laurie is nervous and wants her first time to be special it's very cute and i was so wigged out by this because i was like her sister is weirdly obsessed with her virginity like and her friends as well and the friends as well i think i have a note in my on my notes that's like did she just call her friend's sister a slut i can't remember what the exact line was but it implied that like laurie is like a slut for some reason but Mm. she's also a bit it was really weird yeah and i was like 
what is going on like this is 2007 we are well beyond the oh my god you're still a virgin like we didn't do that but that's basically the feel they're giving us yeah they're just like oh you know tonight's the night you need to lose your virginity you just need to get a date or we'll find you a date and that i think the friends are even trying to like coach her on how to do it they're like you know play hard to get Mm -hmm. you know that always drives the men wild yeah uh we cut back to steven and charlie who are sitting together on the porch Charlie's eating chocolate bars, fucking stuffing them down his face while yep. while Stephen carves a pumpkin. That's why he was down the road. He had to get a new knife so he could carve the pumpkins. Uh, he tells Charlie off for stealing candy, for smashing pumpkins, uh, because tonight is about respecting the dead. Because mm-hmm. he said, he, you know, his, his, his father was very strict about Halloween, apparently. Is mm. what he kind of alludes to. He says, you know, my father always told me it was about respecting the dead and mm-hmm. you need to follow the rules yeah. and things like that. Um, and he speaks the truth about Halloween as well. He gives us a quick, very brief rundown about, you know, the the origins of Halloween and stuff like yeah. that. But we get an even better rundown of it later. Yeah. By a fucking eight-year-old, it's great. <laughs> um, Charlie starts coughing. As his stomach becomes upset. I love the fact that they put, like, this really loud stomach gurgling noise. Because he sat there and then he just goes... I hated this scene. (laughs) I hated this with every fibre of my being. Stephen laughs at him and reveals one more secret, uh, one more, you know, rule about Halloween that you should always follow. And that's to always check your candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charlie violently vomits uncontrollably it down just the porch. Keeps going, and it's all brown. Like there is only it's chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. And it's just vile. It it's just so keeps... funny. And I was like, okay, okay. And every time he stops to breathe, it like starts again. Yeah, I was like, this is the kind of movie. Okay, I think I understand now. Stephen's even trying to like get a sentence out or something when he's just like I got you or something like it's that like, and then the kid just starts vomiting again he's like it's okay. like that scene in Ready or Not where the corpse keeps gurgling and Helena's trying to like say something <laughs> yes! and she keeps on getting interrupted by the gurgling corpse it's exactly like that <laughs> Stephen's sat there trying to get a sentence yeah. out and every time he starts Charlie just, just starts <laughs> starts projectile so vomiting again vile it, it's actually I don't know how they've made it so disgusting but it really is i don't is. like vomit i don't like vomiting scenes i don't like seeing or hear i'm a sympathetic vomiter if i see or hear it it makes me want to vomit oh no i don't i think it's the sound they get the sound so perfect because it's like yeah there's, there's like an almost burp to it i think the only reason i can handle it in movies is because i, is because I can't smell it yes if i can't smell it then i'm mostly okay oh, the smell the would be smell. vile <laughs> oh my god um charlie i think out of pure exhaustion just passes out on on to yeah. steven's lap yeah i thought he straight up died <laughs> he's like, oh, dead oh charlie's like, oh, dead r.i.p charlie <laughs> yes uh he grabbed uh 
Stephen grabs himself a lollipop mm-hmm. and just pops it into his mouth while sort of checking around to see if anyone's seen yeah. this child violently vomiting down his step. Before he begins to haul the poor boy inside, the body continues to vomit on, on him as he moves as it. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's still fucking going. It's <laughs> he, like, he picks it up and then Charlie's like, <laughs> and like, like this little pile because, of chocolate sick down his white shirt. Because Charlie is a rotund lad <laughs> he is on, on a little bit on the round side yes. uh the the principal i forget his name Stephen. Stephen is having a hard time dragging dragging this boy him and so he's like at one point he's straight up holding him with charlie's face in his chest and he is still vomiting <laughs> just it's little so little... disgusting <laughs> and he even looks down and he's like Ugh. yeah <laughs> while, while charlie's like this entire scene <laughs> i was like okay i okay i understand this movie's vibe now i think <laughs> like, okay. I get what it's going for. Yeah, I'm glad it's not trying to be serious. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's this movie's so weird. It's not a comedy, but it's it is, just it's just tongue in cheek enough to be. I a, I would call it a horror comedy, but it leans it doesn't lean so hard into the comedy. There's no like jokes. Yeah, it's physical it's just comedy, slightly absurd. Yeah, yeah. Um, he closes the door just as some trick or treaters start knocking mm-hmm. or it's like a couple of seconds after he closes the door he shuts the light off but you know they know he's home these kids pissed me off we know you're in there oh come out and give us can- yeah. fuck off <laughs> my god i don't have to give Who you raised you <laughs> it's because we're from new zealand in america i think that's a pretty big thing but in new zealand it's just like if you don't if you don't have candy or you don't want to give candy to kids you don't have to yeah i feel like in america it's obligation one of my mum one of my mum my mum was one of those really embarrassing parents who put a sign up on the door and was like, this is a Christian household. Um, we don't celebrate Halloween. Please just go sign away. Up that says, Please don't knock. Or, you know, yeah. don't, don't, don't do the whole Christian thing. It's just, it was real cringe. I was very embarrassed. It's very cringy. It's a little icky. Yeah. Mm. Yes. He shuts the light off and they're like, yeah, we know you're home. Give us candy. They uh, yell at him until he caves. <laughs> yeah, until he caves. And he does. He opens the door, covered in a little bit of blood, a little bit of sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Halloween, the only time of year where you can get away with this shit. <laughs> yeah. The kids scream and then they're just like, oh, just joking. Great costume, Principal Wilkins. Yeah. Or whatever his name. I think it's Principal Wilkins. Something, Something like, like that. Yeah. yeah. And these are actually three characters we're going to meet later as well. Yeah. These, there's a girl dressed as an angel, another girl dressed as an alien, and a little boy dressed as a pirate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they take candy from him, and the young girl who's dressed as an angel asks for one of his jack-o'-lanterns, and Principal Wilkins is fucking creepy. He, like, leans in, he's like, you're not gonna smash it, are you? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, we need it for, I can't remember what a she said. A scavenger hunt, she said. Oh, is that what she said? Yeah. A scavenger hunt. Right. Um, the boy dressed as a pirate, whose name, I think, is Chip. Yeah, I think so. It's Chip. He he sort of you can see his eyes sort of following the trail of vomit that's slowly All leading the into porch. the house. Yeah. And he's like and then just looks at like follows the trail into the house and then looks up at, at Principal Wilkins. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, What? <laughs> like you wanna make something of yeah. it? <laughs> and uh the kid very wisely decides to mind his fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all take a, a piece of candy from, from Principal Wilkins and leave. They all leave and Stephen notices there's another child stood behind them as well. A little, a little, I don't know, like six-year-old? Tiny, tiny little, little thing. In a thing. little adorable orange romper. 
Sack boy. With a little sack over his head with little button eyes. Mickey will fight you. He thought sack boy was terrifying. Really? Yeah. He's fucking adorable. Uh. <laughs> and little little sack boy doesn't say anything. This is this is Sam. But his name is Sam, but we can call him Sack Boy if you'd like. Uh, we just called him Sack Boy. Sack like boy. three or four of my notes throughout the movie are like, who is Sack Boy? And why is he in all of these stories? Yeah. <laughs> he takes a piece of candy from from Principal Wilkins and goes on his merry way. Mm. Which is very yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. he's just mm-hmm. going about his business. We still don't know who this is and why they're here. Yeah, but they will. But he's reappear. on the movie poster, so he's relevant. Yeah, he's on the movie poster. He's in all the all the memorabilia and everything like that. Yeah. and he appears like six times. I think I can see him in your little pop. Yeah, he's pretty close to the front. Yeah, I can see him here. He's sort of... he's holding like a little a little chocolate bar, I think. Yeah. Um. Yep. So Stephen gives um candy to the other kid dressed in an orange one onesie with a sack on his head who takes the who takes it and then leaves. Meanwhile, the girls hang out with a couple of cameramen. I think this is. Laurie and Danielle's two friends. Yeah. They're just like, oh, look, we'll show you how to pick up a guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then they waltz over and they're like, oh, that's that's some big equipment you've got there or men something like that. so <laughs> fucking easy. I was watching this scene and <laughs> hey, I was like. Some men are easy. Heterosexual men are so fucking easy. Okay, problem. <laughs> Honestly, if, if girls dressed like this came up to you and gave you a pickup line like that. I would think it was a prank. I would think that there was something else going on. I was like, this is... <laughs> This, it's, if two girls who look okay, like that, I know that I'm super handsome and charming, but if two <laughs> girls who looked like that came up to me and started flirting with me that heavily, I'd be like, something else is going on. What are you up to? Okay, it's yeah. so suspicious. Yeah, I'd probably have the same reaction if like a super, super, super hot guy came up to me yeah. and was just like, hey, how you doing? I'd be like, okay, what do you want? Are you going to like take What's me down the, the alley here? and beat me up? Yeah, like... do you have a bit with your friends? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We we do see that yeah they they easily pick up the cameramen because they're just like hey we're going to a party but we need a ride mm. with the tits out with the that's yeah. key like <laughs> Snow White in particular just has these amazing breasts they're just on full display mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. <laughs> don't give me that look I can I'm I may be a I'm gay man I'm giving I'm not giving you a look I'm fondly remembering <laughs> <laughs> I'm living in La La Land with, with Snow White's boobies. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, they're on full display, and they look gorgeous. These girls are stunning. All four of them are mm-hmm. just gorgeous, and I think that's the point. Laurie goes off on her own, though. She's not really interested in, you know, their pitch and the way they're doing things and stuff like that. It got the idea, at least from from what we know, you know, she wants her first time to be special. She wants love or romance or something like that. She's not looking for a quick hookup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes off on her own to get a date while the others head to the party. Um, it, it, they said it's like in Lamb's Crossing or something like that is the location of the of the party. I will have to take your word for it. I don't remember. It's something like that. It's Lamb something or something Lamb. That is now that I think about it, very quite funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, we'll just just meet at meet, meet us at Lamb's Point. Mm. You know, find a date, meet us there because Danielle's going with them as well because. She picked up the cashier, so she's got a date as well. Mm-hmm. So all three of them are heading to the party, and Laurie's going on her own, because she's yeah. like, you know what, I don't need you guys, I'm going to find a date my way. Yeah. We, we cut back to Stephen now, who grabs a hatchet and a sack from a cupboard, and then in his garden, he throws, throws aside a sort of tarpaulin to reveal a grave. Yeah, I was like, I was waiting for the gotcha for this scene. Yeah. Because I was like... Surely not. Surely he didn't just straight up kill that fucking kid and we don't, like, see it and it's not a thing. Yeah. Like, 
What the fuck? No way. No way. But he's got some corpse or something on the ground next to him, just wrapped in a a sack or something like that. And it, the, and there's bodies in the grave. There's yeah, he's <laughs> there's not like the four only or five one. In there. <laughs> I okay, no, I'll, get, I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, right. Yeah. So he's uh, he throws aside the tarpaulin, and we see there's a couple of bodies in there, and he's about to to throw in the new one that he's got when his son calls out to him. His son Billy, who's this adorable little ginger kid, it's just like I don't know, really, really, really young. Billy was so. F- fucking annoying <laughs> it's so funny it's like, and it's deliberate dad i'm back from jake or jayden <laughs> and steven's obviously trying to get rid of a corpse right now and he's just like, he's like go back inside he's like bad billy she'll Shut disturb up. the neighbors yeah <laughs> why don't you go inside and watch charlie brown charlie brown's an asshole <laughs> You're best. an asshole, Charlie Brown. <laughs> One of the yeah, best lines in the that movie. That was so good. Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> I was a little offended. And he's I just... love peanuts. I love Charlie Brown. <laughs> How dare you? But uh, Principal Wilkins, Stephen Wilkins, is just like, Billy! <laughs> like, we don't use that language while well, he's got a fucking grave of corpses yeah, next to him. Yeah, surrounded by dead children. Yeah, it's so funny. He rolls, he rolls the body into the grave and starts to bury it. Mm-hmm. When you hear a rustling and and it's it's the dog's uh, the neighbor's dog yeah who starts barking at him cute fucking dog very adorable cute adorable dog so quick as a whip because he hears the neighbor coming out of their house he jumps into the grave to sort of hide himself yeah and uses the shovel to cut off a finger from one of the bodies and yeah. throws it to keep well, the dog distracted. He does that, I think, before the neighbor comes out because yeah, he jumps right. in to cut the finger off and then biffs it to shut the dog up. Stupid motherfucker. And then the... <laughs> I mean, agreed. And then the neighbor comes out immediately and you're like, oh! <laughs> he, he hops in, uses the shovel to just cut a little a little child's finger off yeah. and then throws it to the dog to keep the dog happy. Yeah. But yeah, the neighbor immediately comes out anyway, um, played by the amazing Brian Cox. Love Brian Cox and everything he's in. He's just really, really good. Even if the movie's shit, I'm yeah. always like, Brian Cox, great actor. Yeah. Uh, he's calling out for his dog. Dog's called Spike. Yeah. Adorable dog. Little baby. Um, the body in the grave twitches and grabs hold of Stephen's leg. So Stephen... This is what I was going to say before. Yeah. Clown costume. The sleeve oh, and the glove was a clown costume. Um, and I was like, this motherfucker better not get out of that fucking sack. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, I see a fucking clown. I'm not I'm not happy about it. But he's, it was fine. It was fine. <gasps> Does that mean it's... Okay. <gasps> I know who that kid is. I do too. I just realized. Yeah, we, ju- we just realized who that kid is from later. Okay, we'll point it out when we get to it. Uh-huh. But uh-huh, we now uh-huh. know who that kid is. Yeah. Um, a kid dressed in a clown costume grabs Stephen's leg and he, he uses the shovel to, like, beat the corpse away. Yeah. Or kill them or whatever mm. like that. Be dead, God damn it. Yeah. Goddamn kids, just die. It's, it's His whole attitude through this whole thing is very, like, he's done this many, many times. Yeah. He's just like, the fuck, shut up. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, you were meant to be dead. Just shut up and yeah. die. 
This is your fate. Accept it. Mr. Krieg, who hears um, the noises, this is the neighbor mm-hmm. played by Brian Cox, hears the noises and sort of sort of rumbles his way over. And you can tell he's just the crankiest old fucker in the neighborhood. Yeah. And he's just like, I've got a, what is he? I've got a, I've got a membership to the NRA and a shotgun above the yeah, fireplace. Right. I've yeah. got a membership to the NRA in my wallet and a shotgun above my fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Show yourself whoever you are. It's okay. Like, it's not even your fucking yard. Honestly. <laughs> if, if, if I'm hearing weird noises in my neighbor's yard, that is my neighbor's business. Because <laughs> it's but probably he, a clown and I'm not and going I'm not near about it. that. But he spies through like a tiny little, like a pinprick hole in the fence. Yeah. So he can look through and see what's going on. Um, yeah. And Stephen... Very, has already hit the kid with a shovel to keep him quiet mm-hmm. and he's just like oh no no it's it's just it's just me Mr. Krieg you know in the hole in yeah the, and he's like Stephen Stephen what are you doing down there <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what is it. oh he says like oh there's a problem with his, his drainage or his sewer system something or something like, like that, that. Yeah. and he's like oh that explains the smell <laughs> and I'm like yeah. it's corpses Mr. Krieg corpses <laughs> Can't tell the difference between corpses and sewage. And yeah, he grumbles his way. The the neighbor grumbles his way back into his house. You know, Stephen going, you know, happy Halloween, Mister Craig. Screw you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and we get the great line as well. Um, you know, hurry up and clean that up. It smells like a dead whore out here. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. There's, you know, he's literally the quintessential grumpy old man mm-hmm. <laughs> and i kind of love it yeah it's a caricature and i and i kind of enjoy it and yet they somehow get you to root for him later on a little bit yeah because kind of because <laughs> he he is a future character for one of our other stories yes yay Woo-hoo. in fact a couple of our other stories but we'll talk about that later yes yeah um so one of the kids grabs steven's foot again and billy calls out asking for help for carving pumpkins because mm-hmm. billy's just like can we carve the pumpkin he's obnoxiously loud he's so fucking annoying <laughs> oh my god that's and why steven's, i don't want children steven's clearly had enough and he's like yes we will do pumpkins in a minute <laughs> And he's just like, I need your help with the eyes. Yeah, can you help me with the eyes? (laughs) And Stephen even mentions, you know, because he was like, oh, can we do something later? Can we watch a movie or something like that? And Stephen mentions, you know, no, I'm going out to the parade later. Daddy's got a date. Daddy's got a date, but I'll help you carve a pumpkin before I go. Great. Awesome. So, yeah, he mentions that he's going to the parade later. He's got a date. Stephen fills the grave while mumbling about Billy. So we we cut a tiny bit later and he's filled the grave. And he's even like, isn't he like watering, watering it or something like that? Yeah, he's put like some kind of lawn like, ornament on top of it like a, it's a garden gnome isn't it garden gnome or something ugly ass garden yeah, gnome and he's, he's just like watering, watering it. This, I guess he's put some grass seeds or something in there probably yeah and he's completed his I don't know Halloween ritual or whatever like that yeah and he's just like daddy can you hear me with your pen here daddy, daddy why isn't mum around anymore around yeah daddy why is mum like, why isn't mum around yeah oh my God. and he's clearly had enough of his son yeah as he heads inside um, he sees uh, he turns to his side and sees Krieg screaming for help in the window in yeah. the window next door and he's like 
banging and his windows like got bars on it as well yeah which is obviously something krieg has done because he's one of those paranoid yeah you know cranky old man and he's like screaming like and he's just like screw you and goes inside and, goes inside. <laughs> and then you just see this figure like spear tackle this old man yes. from the side and he's just like what the fuck and they they don't address it for so long <laughs> <laughs> Wilkins heads inside, and yeah, you just see Creek standing there, and then suddenly he gets, you know, you, like you said, fucking spear tackled yeah, by something. Something. And you're like, what the? Hang on a second, what was that? Spear tackled, out of frame, hard cut, that's it. We're yeah. moving on. Like, <laughs> back to Wilkins in his kitchen. Yeah. You know. What? <laughs> he gets jump scared by his son, who pops out with a scary mask, and he's like, oh, you little fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, they're going to head downstairs to carve a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. In the cellar, Billy immediately rushes to the table. Wilkins, you know, slowly has grabbed a knife from the kitchen and is following his son down, holding the knife behind his back. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this motherfucker's going to kill his son. Yeah. And it plays on that really well, actually. It really does. I was actually very impressed by this scene. Because you're just like, oh, oh shit, he's going to kill his annoying it, son. It, it, <laughs> you expect to be shocked in one way, and then you're shocked in a totally other way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he approaches his son from behind with a knife, even putting it in the, like, Halloween slash psycho. Sort of psycho thing, yeah. Yeah, like, it's going to yeah. come down, like, meep, 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 and stab his son. Yeah, and then it does. It you does. You the... And it you comes kind down of, and it goes and he pulls it up and you see the blood on the end of the knife I was and you're like, like oh i was kind of expecting it to be like pumpkin flesh and seeds and stuff yeah like i expected it to be you uh, expected fake that out. to be the fake out yeah yeah but it's blood and you're like oh shit he did it he killed oh his my son. fucking god he did it but then it pans down and and we see his son he's fine he's fine he's absolutely fine you see like Hang on a minute what did he stab then <laughs> and we get a quick shot of charlie's head yeah they're carving Charlie's head is what they're doing. And the kid makes another comment about the eyes and yeah. it becomes so fucking sinister. He looks up at his dad and whispers, don't forget to help me with the eyes. It's, oh, it's so good. It's really good. I was not expecting it. It's so creepy. Yeah. And this entire skit is kind of comical as well. Yeah. You know, Charlie screaming it's- from the, not Charlie, sorry, Billy screaming from the top window about Charlie Brown's an asshole. Yeah. Drawing attention to his murderous father who's trying to bury a body in the back mm-hmm. garden. You know, it's comedy, but not quite. Yeah, it's dark comedy. <laughs> it's very, it's got a very sick sense of humor. Yeah. And I adore it. I, I really liked this scene. So that sort of concludes our first little mini story. Yeah. We've got, we've got Charlie, who was <laughs> murdered by the principal of the school. As you do, yeah. Yeah. So next we follow three trick-or-treaters. Um, these are the the three we saw on Wilkins' doorstep earlier. There's an alien, an angel, and a pirate. This mm-hmm. is Sarah the alien, Marcy or Macy? Macy? The the angel and... I don't know. <laughs> I did not pick up a single name for this entire Honestly, movie. But their, their, their names aren't that important, to no. be honest. And I think it... What did we say the, the pirate boy's name was? It Chip? Was Chip. Chip, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Chip the pirate. They knock on a house where... One of their teachers is exceedingly drunk. My God, this was uncomfortable. This was so funny. She hands them some candy and she's like, do you guys want a drink? A little secret. She's shit-faced. She's absolutely shit-faced. She turns around and like shakes her little tail at them at one point and she's like over 50 and like... It's not good. It's clearly like a, a faculty party or something like that because they mentioned like they saw the gym teacher in the background or something that, like that. We were like 
it, it cut to like there was some like weird grinding going on inside the yeah. house, and then like there was like someone in a hot dog costume um, we thrusting at someone. We couldn't quite see, but Nikki was like, "Is that a furry party? Is that, <laughs> is that a furry orgy?" And we were like, "It is now." I do love this. That's teacher, the canon though. in our head. <laughs> this teacher's amazing. She's so funny because they're like, "Nice costume, Miss whatever her name was," and she's like, "Thanks, it's perfect," and like wiggles her butt at them because she's dressed as a sexy cat. Yeah. <laughs> but she's I, if absolutely I saw my teacher, If I saw my teacher dressed like that, be- behaving like that, I would I would emerge a different person. <laughs> I would never be the same again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's weird seeing your teachers like that, though. It's weird enough seeing them outside of school mm. as uh, Mean Regular Girls put people. it. Yeah. As, it's like seeing a dog walking its hind legs. It's <laughs> bizarre. But then, yeah, that... Ooh. Oh, that's another level. Yeah, because they mentioned later that, like, w- wasn't that, like, coach blah, 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 humping a, a, someone dressed as a rabbit or something yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah. But um, the Macy, the, the girl who's dressed as an angel, asks if they can take one of their jack-o'-lanterns. And she's like, yeah. sure, whatever. I don't care. I'm too drunk to care. Which she very much is. Yeah. They meet with another kid who's also been collecting lanterns in a trolley. This is Schrader. He's, I get the idea that he's probably like the, their year cool hot guy that every girl wants to take, something like that. He puts out that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like the Bieber hair and he's wearing like a really nice sort of purple suit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what his costume is. I don't know. Again, it sort of gives me a non, um, not anonymous. What's it called? Purge. Sort of purge vibes. Where it's just like a plain uh, yeah. mask and regular clothes. I don't even remember what his mask was. I just remember the suit. Mm. It's it was, a very cool suit, actually. I was like, I kind of want that suit. Yeah, yeah. I, I had exactly the same <laughs> like reaction. I was like, I kind of want purple. that. purple. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. He's probably gay, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, he was sent on a mission to collect some jack-o'-lanterns. And he mentions that some asshole went down the street and smashed most of them. Yeah, I wonder who that was. Yeah, can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely wasn't Charlie who's now beheaded yeah. in the principal's basement. I hope that basement. person gets their comeuppance. <laughs> Okay, Smashing Pumpkins does not... <laughs> like, smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> smashing Pumpkins does not lead to being beheaded. I don't think that's a fair, <laughs> um, you know, uh, was it crime to punishment or whatever? No, I think it's... I think it's... <laughs> I think the violent vomiting was enough, maybe. No, no, he got what he deserved. So he's only managed to get, like... Three or something like that yeah. is all the pumpkins he's managed to get. They head to another house, and the front yard is just filled with these beautifully carved pumpkins. Mm-hmm. It is the best looking Halloween yard I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Must cost a fortune all those pumpkins. I don't know. They might be cheap in America. They might be cheap in America. They're, They're expensive here. here. Yeah. No, <laughs> They're fucking expensive. Yeah. That's why nobody has jack o' lanterns at Halloween. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's absolutely filled with with lanterns and they are all lit and they're all beautifully carved mm-hmm. and it's oh we meet Rhonda. Yeah. Who's this really cute She girl. is a hilarious bad caricature of a mentally challenged girl. Yeah. They, they drop the R slur. They do. Which me and Nikki were like, whoa. <laughs> okay, yeah. 2007, I guess. Yes, she's a shy girl who um, the kids label as a quote-unquote retard. Yeah. Not nice. Not nice at no, all. No. No. These kids are... Actually, is it just Macy who's an asshole? I I mean, and they the all ki- agree to do it. 
Yeah. But she's obviously the ringleader. She's the ringleader, and I get the feeling that she's like, the popular girl, so you have to do Absolutely. what she says. yeah. 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 So, yeah, should the, the others leave, and leave Schrader to do his job, apparently. Mm-hmm. So Schrader, the, 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 the hot boy from the class or whatever like that. Hot boy! Sorry. <laughs> in his purple suit, talks to Rhonda, and Rhonda's all, like, shy, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my God, the cute boy's talking to me. She isn't even, like, they're, they're dropping the arsler and all this, and she, she's just a little autistic. Like, she's not even, yeah. like... This, uh, uh, in all honesty, Rhonda would be the person I made friends with in high yeah. school. Like, I was like, I'd be friend this bitch. She's yeah. so sweet. She's awesome, and yeah. she knows all this stuff about Halloween. Yeah. We could talk about that shit for hours. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, Shreda asks if, you know, did, did you make all of these um, um, jack-o'-lanterns? She's like, yeah, yeah, I did. I really like it. And she made her costume as well. Mm-hmm. She's a witch. And she is fucking adorable. She's real cute. Yeah. I really like Rhonda. She's mm-hmm. so sweet. We cut back to the parade now as we see a pair making out. And uh, what, what oh, in the back alley? In the back alley, yeah. Another incredibly horny scene, Jacob. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I think it's because there's no nudity. Like this scene is horny as fuck. It's all straight sex, and I don't count straight sex. <laughs> don't I, give me that look. <laughs> I wish I could like voice the look I just gave you, but <laughs> there are no. Words. I understand the sentiment. Straight people can be horny too, Jacob. Oh no! <laughs> In my good Christian household, I think not. <laughs> there will be no horny straights in my house. <laughs> Ballad. <laughs> but you, there are no arguments. I really can't argue with that. I mean, what? My, I. <laughs> there's no queer behavior in my household. I don't know what you're absolutely talking about. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely no faggot behavior in my household. Anyway. Um, so yeah, one of them's dressed in sort of a black robe with a strange-looking mask on, and the other one, I don't know what her costume is. It just looks it's like just a flowery a dress. dress. <laughs> it's just a dress. Bitch didn't even try. I know, right? He starts getting rough, and she's totally into she's it. She's so into it. He like slams her hands up against the wall. And she's this like, is, mm. yeah. <laughs> like this scene honestly it's so horny at this point Bronwyn had gotten home and was joined joined us watching it and mm. we were all just sitting there going whoa <laughs> like, wow this is a lot <laughs> he's like kissing at her neck kissing down her arms licking her neck licking her there's neck there's like close ups of his mouth like uh, it's yeah uh, it's so gross <laughs> she looks down to see blood is running down from her arms he's bitten into her wrists while he was sort of nuzzling mm. at it she screams and runs for the parade, calling for help. Yeah. We see, I think we get a quick gl- glimpse of the guy, and he's got, like, vampire Blood around fangs. He's got fangs, yeah. He's, he's, got, he's, he's a vampire. He's Hello. a vampire. There are vampires now. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. He's a full-on... He's Pick a vampire. genre. <laughs> <laughs> this, is why it's, this is why I'm like, it's an anthology movie, because it, it's just everywhere. It's so much. <laughs> she collapses into the street, grabbing hold of Emma... Yes. Yep. She grabs hold of Emma in her robot costume and begging for help, and her husband just sort of ushers her away. She's like, because he's like, oh, she's she's drunk. Like, just leave. Her Everybody alone. thinks it's just fake blood and it's a costume. Yeah, because yeah. literally behind her, there's like twenty people dressed as zombies, passed out on the floor. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, a fair. I'm sorry. It's it's kind of it fair. is fair. Yeah. But when someone is asking for help, you should at least check. Yeah. I feel like. Again, that's a very American thing to just disregard know, it. But I don't know whether they were thinking that she's, like, playing into the zombie thing. 
Yeah. Where she's like, oh my god, help me, they're eating me. And But again, like... But she's literally being eaten by Again, a yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, she was. I don't know if I'm just empathetic, but I feel like I would be able to tell if someone was acting or if they were genuinely, like, shitting themselves terrified. I think just ignoring her. That they're just like... Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm saying I wouldn't. Oh, right, right. I'm built different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your regular Halloween goer. I care. <laughs> I got big guns and a big heart. Oh. Oh, shut up. Gross. It, Moving on. Isn't Dylan a catch? Mm. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. They think that she's just drunk and the robed vampire in his black robe and creepy ass mask appears behind her and she screams. We cut to her dead on the floor being laid with a collection of passed out drunk zombies. Yeah. Nobody pays any mind to this. Yes. No, nobody pays any attention because like, there's literally a collection of drunk zombies on the yeah, floor. He gently like closes her eyes. And yeah. It and just looks like she's drunk and passed out. Yeah. And he just disappears into the parade. Yeah. It's scary how nobody noticed in such a busy. Yep. Busy ass parade. Yep. It's very cool. I mm-hmm. really like it. Mm-hmm. So the kids walk with their lanterns to the outskirts of town. Yep. So we're back with, with Rhonda and the gang. Uh, Rhonda schools the pirate kid Chip on the origins of Halloween, kind of freaking the poor lad out. <laughs> I don't know whether he's freaked out because of how much she knows or because of the origins. Probably how much she knows about it. Well, yeah, little column A, little column B. Because she she gives like five different names for Halloween and the origins yeah. of it. Once and... again, it's just the tism. It's fine. Yeah. People can be obsessed with things without being an actual serial killer. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I love horror movies. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to go out and murder people. It's just not how it works. I once had a flatmate who moved into my house, and I was going through a period where I was watching a lot of horror movies, like, in my room. Mm. Um, and that's all I could hear was just, like, the sound of the horror movies playing in my room for, like, oh, yeah. three days straight. And they oh, were yeah. like... I'm concerned. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> is Dylan, like, okay... Like, is it still safe to live with? Like, I mean, mostly, yeah. I mean, if you, if you saw my parents' house, it's like... <laughs> it's like, you, you walk inside and there's a gargoyle by the front door. Oh, that's so and cool. then Shut You up. go upstairs and there's the Annabelle doll in a custom-made glass container that looks like the one from the movie. And then down the other hall, there's... That is very cool, but that's terrifying. There's Valak painted into the wall from the Conjuring series with the whole holding, holding the nun painting in front of its face thing. That's all... You know, you'd think they're fucking serial killers with the amount of, like, horror stuff that's around. That's intense. But it's you just know, my parents. <laughs> I've never seen The Nun or, like, any of those. You've never seen, like, The Conjuring or anything? I've seen The Conjuring, and oh, I've right. seen The Conjuring 2. But that's it. The Conjuring 3's shit. Or, in my opinion, I, I thought it was a bit shit. Again, I don't, I don't think I I've saw seen, it. I didn't see The Nun, or I, I fell asleep <clears> during <throat> The Nun. I need to watch it. He fell asleep during the nun, but you've got a clown nun thing up on the wall there. Oh, that's Sean's. Oh, it's Sean's. Yeah, it's my partner's. He, he really likes the nun, and he really likes Pennywise, so... Fair. Yeah. yeah. And I did see the Curse of La Llorona, which was a bit shit as well. I heard that that was pretty shit. Yeah. And the Annabelle it's movie... It's fun to say, though. Yeah. La Llorona. La Llorona. La Llorona. <laughs> <laughs> I do that every time, and Sean gets very pissed off. You haven't done that when I've been playing the Macarena at work, though. <laughs> because we haven't been talking about La Llorona. You're saying it so wrong. I know. I La Llorona. I hate it. <laughs> Pronounce the Spanish words properly, for fuck's sake. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a white colonist, okay? So am I. 
I know I'm only mostly white colonist. I've got some some um, people of color in my heritage, but I could do pronunciation for French words, Kiwi words, Maori. And... Yeah, good. A bit of Maori. Yeah, that's why I say Kiwi. Kiwi word. Fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pakatane. See, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> ten points for Gryffindor. I had an, an English friend in high school come up to me and be like, I can speak Māori, see? Takapuna. And I was like, get the fuck out of my seat. <laughs> you're like, piss off. I hate you so much. <laughs> well, I found another way to annoy you at work. Yay! Can't wait. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, um, Rhonda talking about Halloween. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yep. She gives a full rundown of Halloween and how it works and its origins and all of that sort of stuff. All the good stuff. Yep. All the non-commercial stuff. She knows her shit. And I love her for yeah. it. It's like when people give the true rundown of what Christmas is. Oh, I jizz in my pants a little oh. every time. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell them how it's a stolen holiday from other religions. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. I just really enjoy it. It's one of those things where I just really enjoy it. They enter some gates and continue on to a sort of large pit or gorge or something like that. We learn that this is the quarry. It's filled completely with fog, which is lovely. It's and not uh, eerie and... Um, eerie and spooky and spooky creepy at all. And, and, uh, foreboding, that's what I'm looking for. Yes. Yeah, at all. Marcy begins telling the story about the school bus massacre and she won't let anyone else get a fucking word in edgeways oh, it's so funny because the the chick with the headgear well um sarah sarah she starts to tell the story and this bitch is like can you shut up <laughs> yes i'm telling the story let me tell the story because she she doesn't even like start telling the story she's just like this is the side of the school bus massacre and sarah's like oh my god i know that story it's when bitch can you let me talk yeah and I'm like okay marcy shut the fuck up she's i was laughing so much at this point because i was like this bitch has planned this out like she is having her moment god <laughs> help anybody who gets in her way yeah. she's just like i'm speaking yeah this is my plan it's me <laughs> I must hear the sound of my own voice or I will die. <laughs> we learned that it was late Halloween 30 years ago. A school bus of troubled and or disturbed kids, uh, all in costume, were heading to school. Their parents, you know, they, they were their parents. What do they call it? Parents' troubled secrets is they what were these kids were referred mentally to. challenged children. Yes. It was fucked up. Me and Nikki yeah. were like, what the fuck? Yes. This is messed up. Yes. Also, this is the point at which I was like, Fuck you, Jacob. Look at that fucking clown mask. I hate it so much. Oh, yeah, I'm going to kids. kill this asshole. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing making me watch this movie? Okay, but the main kid we focus on is dressed as Dracula, so it's not even the clown. No, but the clown mask appears a lot. Okay. Like a lot, a lot. Okay, I didn't notice, but sure. I knew. I knew. I was like, I can almost guarantee, I said to Nikki and Bronwyn, Jacob is not bothered by clowns, so he wouldn't have noticed it. No. It would have just completely, like, glazed past, and he would have just be like, it's fine. And because then I, I zero in on it, because I fucking hate them. I did tell you that there were some clown costumes, I think, in the background somewhere. That's not in the background! <laughs> It's so prominent. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I didn't have any nightmares. I, I actually didn't. It was okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But yeah, when you said no clown moves, I was like, okay, I just can't do like it or clown. No. 
And that's it. Yeah. That was it. I was but like, I have to I have to check. Any movie that's about Halloween, I have to check. Just in case. Yeah. Me, like, me and my best friend were going to watch uh, The Houses That October Built because it oh, sounded yeah, really yeah. cool. Mm. But then I looked into it and I was like, oh, it's packed full of fucking clowns. Oh, Never right. mind. You're like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. So, back to the story. Yes, the, these... Um, Troubled kids, which basically just insinuates that they maybe had developmental issues, mental issues, um, behavioral issues, all of the above, and probably like, needed psychiatric care. This was like a baby genocide, is what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They needed, like, a therapist, not chains. Not even a therapist. They just needed empathy and understanding. Yeah. I have no doubt that some of these kids were probably just, like, autistic or something autistic, like that. Autistic, maybe one or two of them had Down syndrome. Just, like, really, like... There may be, like, one of them that may have, like, violent tendencies that may need to see a therapist, and that's yeah. probably it. But it's all stuff that you can work out if you give even, like, half of a shit. Yeah, if you gave half of a shit, yeah. these would not be your, you know, troubled secrets. Yeah. Or whatever. It yeah. was messed up. It was. It was damn real messed up. Good. I think one of my notes is. Um, well, this will be thirty years ago, right? So this took. So this would be seventy-seven. Yeah, I said, "What's this movie's beef with neurodivergence?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's straight after I don't like it about the clown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in big bold letters, I don't like I this. Don't, no, I don't like it. Oh. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know what that's from? No, it's Chris Evans. Oh. In, in, in an interview, he's talking about how he says that all the time. Right, he okay. Says, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like that. I love it. I say it all the time because of Chris Evans. <laughs> but on this day, as opposed to every other day, the driver of the bus took a different route. One of the kids immediately notices and just starts saying, like, wrong way. Yeah. Wrong way. Wrong way. Love Sam on the side of the road as the bi- as the bus is driving past. Yeah. The mm-hmm. bus drives past and you see sack, sack. Sack boy. Sack boy. On the side of the road, just poking a dead crow with a stick. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. If if, if you needed any more proof that he's some sort of supernatural creature, right there. Yeah. 30 years ago, he's on the side of a road poking a dead crow. (laughs) It's kind of funny, though. He's just like, (laughs) As a kid would do, you know. The driver took the bus to the quarry as the parents had become too embarrassed of their troubled kids and just wanted them gone. The driver was paid off. And we see as he walks the aisle, handing out candy to the kids while checking that they all remained chained in their seats. How much fucking money would it take for you to kill a busload of um, developmentally challenged children? How much money? I would be really curious to see how much this bus driver got paid. Because it doesn't say that they're, like, wealthy parents, I don't think. No, they, they don't say so. Uh, uh, there's no they're implication at all little... that they're the children of wealthy parents. They're so, like, at least middle class to be able to send their kids to a school that's outside of town. Yeah, and like they paid him off to kill mm-hmm. their children. Yes, I found out the other day that an assassination is about twenty k. No oh. reason whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Concerning. Um. <laughs> a friend was upset because she had a flatmate who was um, basically she felt like she was developing an eating disorder because of him. So I was like. Mm-hmm. Assassin. Um, <laughs> okay. And then Jason at work just casually went, it's about 20k, usually. And I was like, <laughs> You're like I was like, is that all? You're like, concerning. But like, say say we go with 20k as a number, there's what, a dozen kids on that bus? Mm. A lot of money. But like, still not Or is enough. it 20k for the job? And it's just one job, so you just get 20k. 20K for the job, not enough. 20k for each individual child, not enough. 
any amount of money, I would argue, not enough to murder a bus full of children. You're, yes, you're right. If, if not for the moral implications, just the, moral the implication implications, that you will inevitably be caught. There isn't even, like, any implication that the bus driver is, like, struggling financially or, like, needs this money for something really yeah. important. Like, he's not trying to, like, fund a life-saving surgery for his child or anything. No. Like, he just, he's just a dickhead who's taking money to kill children. Well, I guess... Sorry, going back to my point about, you know, you didn't inevitably be caught... I guess the parents would just never report their kids missing. Of course they wouldn't. And then they'd And I guess nobody else did either. Yeah. A bus full of children went missing and everybody just looked the other way. Yeah. Which is not a good look on whatever school they went to. Does this movie hate neurodivergence? (laughs) Yeah, okay. It's wild to me. In all fairness, the people who treat these neurodivergent people badly get comeuppance. Very true. Yes. So I'd, I, I'd say that this movie is pro for those people. Yes, like, that's fair, actually. So, yeah, well, well, let's get back to the story. Let's get back to the story. No, let's talk about this more. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the bus driver walks down the bus, hands out, um, you know, a piece of candy to each of the kids and checks that they're chained in place. You know, they've got manacles that are like connect their hands and then down and tied to the bus. Yeah, they are chained in, in place. place. <laughs> yeah. One of the kids, who's dressed like Dracula, starts freaking out because this is not the right way. I think he's still saying wrong way. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Or, or home. He starts saying home or yeah. something like that. I honestly didn't really hear what he was saying because we were all freaking out about this entire situation at this point. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, he manages to get one of his cuffs off. One of the cuffs that um, chained him to the bus. He gets that off. And while the bus driver's checking the seats behind him, he manages to get to the front of the bus and gets it started and like puts it in gear yeah and you know just starts yelling home he's trying to drive it home which is so sad devastating that's really really sad and we just get this really not not slow this really quiet shot uh from the back of the buses you just see it roll over the cliff into the quarry and you're just like it's definitely silent this movie is like surprisingly well done it's really well done like little Bits of attention to detail like that, like just cutting out all the sound. Yeah, it just goes deafeningly quiet as you just watch this bus go yeah. off the end of the cliff. And you're just, you're watching from behind as well. So once it's gone, you just, it's you just gone. got like the horizon. Yeah. And that's it. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And we, we, we quickly look over and see the bus slowly sinking into the waters below. The masks that the children were wearing as their Halloween costumes start floating to the surface. Yeah. And I think Macy or Marcy or whatever the fuck her name is, the, the bitch, she... <laughs> I really hate this girl. <laughs> I have a thing... 13, but like, fair enough. <laughs> she's a bitch. Yeah, she is. 13-year-olds can be bitches. This is true. Kids can be assholes. Kids can be assholes. Yeah. She mentions, you know, that the bus driver was never heard from again. But we see in the flashback that the bus driver does resurface and sort of climbs onto the rocks. Yeah. And that's the last we see of them. We cut back to, to back to Marcy, who's finished her story. And the other kids, you know, who's, who's I think, just glad that she's finished. <laughs> Shut up. Oh I mean, Ch- Chip looks terrified, the poor lad. Yeah. I think he's the youngest in the group. He yeah. looks fucking mortified. But basically, they've gathered together eight lanterns, one for each of the kids who drowned in the school bus. Mm-hmm. And they're going to head down to the lake of the quarry, because apparently the waters have, like, I don't know, over the 30 years they kind of receded a bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's receded enough that there's like now like a lake in the middle of the quarry. Kind of swampy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're going to head down and and give the jack o' lanterns as offerings to the eight kids who died. Yeah, it gave very um I forget what it's called like the swamp of like memory or something from the never ending story. A swamp of sadness. Swamp of sadness. That's the bitch. Oh my god! It gave me that. Oh, I've seen that movie one time. I don't really remember it. Childhood memories from that now. I've seen that movie one time and I was an adult, so it didn't. I used to watch the one that I watched was the third one, and it didn't have oh, anything like that. I don't think it. I've ever seen the third. Jack one. Black is in the third one. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, they get the elevator running. Marcy gets jealous when Schrader is talking to Rhonda because he's he's just being nice. Yeah, but she's that kind of a bitch. Yeah, she's like, ugh. That's ugh. not to my man. He's not allowed to in- engage with any other woman. Don't give that weirdo your attention. Yeah. Look at me. I'm so pretty and perfect and dressed in white and blonde. Yeah. yeah. I'm he so obsessed pretty. with me. Yeah. I say as if I am. And Trader's just like, you know, he's complimenting her jack o' lantern. And he's like, oh, is that one you carved? And yeah. she's like, yeah. And he's like, he's I really nice. like it. Yeah. Because it's fucking cool. Yeah. She's got some artistic talent. Yeah. God damn. Anyway, yeah, Marcy gets jealous when Trader talks to Rhonda. Um, Chip and Rhonda will have to ride down um, separately because hmm. the elevator only holds three. So. Schrader, Sarah, and Marcy get in the elevator and head on down, and Marcy promises they'll send the elevator back up for them. Mm-hmm. Great. We go back to Laurie now, who's walking yeah, the streets. Yeah, right. Took me a second. You're like, My wait, wife. who's Laurie? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we cut back to Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. She's walking down the streets, you know, she's looking for a date, she sees all these couples, and she's so shy and so cute. She's even got, like, a little hood up and yeah. everything like that. She's so demure. Yeah, yeah. she's so adorable. And she's looking around, and she's like, oh, look at that hot guy, and then, like, his partner, wa- their partner walks over and gives them a kiss or mm-hmm. whatever like that. And she's this hunky figure, and it turns, they, they turn around, and it's this It's a woman. woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, as if that would put you off. Come on, don't be a coward. But she's also got a partner as well. This is true. Yeah. I it was, was like, Jack damn. Like, I was like, oh, girl. Like bodybuilder lady oh dressed as like, she's dressed as like a cave, cave woman yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, their partner. So she's all alone. She's surrounded by couples and she's all alone. Very yeah. sad. So she sits alone on a, on a bench when Danielle calls her and she's like, Laurie, I've got great news for you. I've got you a date. Mm-hmm. And um, as, as, you know, Danielle's giving the spiel, Laurie sort of looks out into the crowd and we see the vampire, the black robed man is staring at her. Yeah. And they sort of make eyes for a second or two. <laughs> we see Danielle's date for Laurie is an older, larger gentleman. Dressed as a baby. Dressed as a baby. With a diaper and that stupid little bonnet. Yeah, and even like a baby bottle. Yeah. But I love the fact that, you know, Laurie's question is like, oh, is he hot? Is he young? Is he cute? And Laurie's like, um yeah he's young you could say that (laughs) this was like this is so fucked up because at this point you still think that it's a losing her virginity situation you're like what do you want her to do he's passed out by the way the baby guy yes no he's not isn't he no he like waves at um when danielle turns around to look at him he waves at her i think he's passed out in the next scene oh yeah he's on his way out yeah like he's drunk what I was so confused. And you're like, Danielle, are you really that desperate for your sister to lose her virginity? Honestly, like, why on. is this so important to you, you fucking weirdo? Just let her find a nice guy yeah. or girl or whatever she's into and do it her way. I mean, I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> and a pack would pick me. Honestly. <laughs> right here, babe. Because she wants love or romance or whatever. We see Danielle's date is there, the cashier from the costume store. 
Yes. And he's like kissing on her neck, and Daniel's not really interested. She's in like, the not now. She's like, he's oh. like, whoa, all right. Yeah, because she's trying to she's trying to hook up her sister. Yeah. She's Very trying to get Laurie a date. It's so important. As an uh, as a sister ha- takes the D. I know, immediately. right? And <laughs> as we cut, there's a loud like howl, a wolf's howl, and it's a really nice transition as well. We got oh. And it cuts from the party where Danielle is into back to Rhonda and Chips at waiting for the elevator. Everything now that I know is like, oh my god, you sly bastards. I know, so right? So the elevator's returned for Chip and Rhonda. Below they can see the lights of the other kids and can hear them talking. But then, you know, you hear Sarah or, or Marcy or, or Schrader start screaming. And you see the lights of their jack-o'-lanterns just sort of go out mm-hmm. and there's panic or whatever and then it goes very very quiet yeah. and chip my poor little lad looks like he's about to fucking wet himself yeah they arrive at the bottom of the quarry and it's eerily quiet Rhonda unlocks the door and tells chip to keep the lantern lit because it'll protect him i love this these kids are assholes to yeah. her and she's still like Oh, you don't want to come with me? Okay, I'll go check and make sure they're okay. And you stay here with the lantern. Just make sure the light doesn't go out. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. I love Rhonda. They arrive at the bottom of the quarry. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda disappears into the fog. And she comes across the rusted frame of a school bus. It's just the ass of a school bus. Yeah. It's funny because it doesn't look like the, the, the ass of the school bus it kind of looks like the front of the school bus so oh, right. we were like jokingly like oh my god it's a bus where did that come from and Nikki was like it came up from underneath <laughs> <laughs> yeah that tracks yeah, yeah that, that, that works uh, it's half sunken in the bog and we see bloody pieces of the kids costumes in the water mm-hmm. specifically I think we see like Marcy's wings from her angel costume and maybe Shreda's mask. I think it's Shreda's mask, yeah. Shreda's mask is there as well. And we see a couple of um, feathers from her wings or something yeah. like that. As she approaches the mask, she's grabbed, she's attacked by zombie kids and fucking runs they, for her they life. They look like, at first, they look like they're wearing these big, like, bird mask things at mm. first. I was like, what the fuck is this now? <laughs> like, fucking vampires? We've got serial killers? What is going on? Yeah. This looked like some, again, it looked like some twisted, never-ending story bullshit. I was like, what the fuck is going it's on? great. <laughs> Rhonda, my dear sweet summer child, is running for her dear life. Poor mm-hmm. girl. Um, and she finds, as she's running, she finds Chip, who's being eaten on the floor. His gut's getting ripped out. His intestines are fully ripped out. She runs, trips, she drops her glasses. I can't see without my glasses. It's giving Velma. Yeah. It's... We were literally, I can't see without my glasses. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's literally that. But she doesn't, She she's not doing a Velma. She's not like on the floor looking for them. She's, she's just like. She's boosting. She's just yeah. like, oh, I lost my glasses. She's well, fuck it. Fucking outies. <laughs> yeah. And fair enough. As she backs away, um, yeah, she's, she's trying mm-hmm. to run away. The zombies are closing in. She starts backing away from them. Yeah. This part (laughs) was so funny because Nikki was just like, what, is she going to trip and hit her head on a rock? And then immediately, (laughs) (laughs) boom, and he was like shocked Pikachu. He was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Because, yep, she slips down a tiny little gap and smacks her head on a rock. Yeah. And I was just like, she's fucking dead. Yeah, they have killed her. They have killed her because immediately we re- we get the reveal that the zombies 
were the fucking kids. They were playing a very mean-spirited prank. It was Marcy, Sarah, and Schrader pretending to be the resurrected corpses of the drowned kids. Yeah, and Chip was just pretending to get eaten. He and was Chip fine. was just... I, I still question whether or not he was in on the thing from the beginning, or it whether they like just clued was. him in later. Because he was so, he looked so terrified. It could be the when kind of thing where, like, you know, as kids do, like, oh, it sounds like a great idea in theory, and then you're in it, and you're like, I'm actually scared. Yeah. 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 They, you know, Schrader half apologizes, and even Chip looks very concerned as well because, yeah, she just smacked her head on a fucking rock. Yeah. Um, but Marcy is more pissed off than anything. Yeah. She's like, ah, she ruined her fun. Yeah. She's such an asshole. Yeah. Fuck you. Schrader makes Marcy give it up and they start to pack everything away. Mm-hmm. And Schrader's like checking on on poor Rhonda as well. Yeah, she's not actually dead. She's not dead, for clarification. For the record, yeah. She's just like... She's bleeding from the back of her head. Though, yeah, it so. was really sad because yeah. he was like, does it hurt? And she was like, yeah, and starts crying and puts her face in his chest and it's really sad. Yeah. Like, I was just like, yeah, you fucking pain. assholes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're packing up and... Marcy, in you know her bitchiness, kicks the last lantern that's left into the water, extinguishing the light. And we already know this from Emma. Stupid bitch! <laughs> oh my God, this dumb bitch. If she couldn't get any worse, she's also a fucking moron. I, mean, we're I just did the Italian. You did the Italian hands. She's <laughs> a fucking moron. <laughs> never done that without doing it deliberately before that was incredible <laughs> that was amazing oh it's now a mannerism for you yeah. i hope you're happy <laughs> i mean i am italian it was only a matter of time <laughs> it's like lycanthropy it just slowly takes over <laughs> your blood becomes bolognese <laughs> um. <laughs> the blood curse <laughs> the bolognese curse the bolognese curse oh my god <laughs> Anyway. And he's like spaghetti. <laughs> Just throw some M&M in there too. <laughs> Everything is mum's spaghetti. Anyway, yes, we, we know that, uh, we know already by the rules of this movie that extinguishing the land is a very bad idea because that's what Emma did just before she got brutally murdered. Yeah. 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 And it's also what um, Charlie was doing before he got brutally murdered. Wait, which one? Oh, Charlie, yes. Yeah, yes. the kid who was smashing the yeah. Smashing, the smashing pumpkins. Yeah, smashing pumpkins. What is so funny about that? The band. Oh, okay. Is that it? Is that the whole joke? Yes. Okay. I, I keep on... <laughs> Listen, I really like the smashing pumpkins, and I keep on trying to, like, think of a joke every time you say that, but it's just not coming to me. So all I have is just laughing at, at the smashing, smashing pumpkins. Anyway. Uh, Marcy continues to pack up when she hears children's laughter and whispering, and she thinks it's Chip talking behind her. Mm-hmm. Or Sarah. Oh, no, it's Chip. She thinks it's Chip talking behind her. And she's just like, what? And he's like, I didn't say anything. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, it's spooky. <laughs> you done fucked up. <laughs> it seems to be coming from the bus. Because they both look at the bus immediately. That's karma, bitch. Yeah, that's what you get yeah. for being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Trader's looking after Rhonda when they hear screaming coming from the other kids. And he's just like, guys, like... Give it up. Yeah, give yeah. it up. This has gone too far. Yeah. I do like the Trader's like, okay, it went too far. He doesn't seem... Like an asshole. Invested asshole. in it from the get-go. No. He's like, 
this seems kind of mean-spirited, but he's going with it because Marcy's an asshole. Yeah, because Marcy's pretty, the, I guess. The, the pretty cool girl or whatever the fuck. I mean, as, 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 as if I don't have a soft spot for a hot mean girl, but like, I wouldn't bully an autistic kid for a hot mean yeah. girl. Yeah, we've had this discussion. There's, there's a difference yeah. between a bitch and like flirty mean. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And Marcy's just a bitch. Yeah, she is. Uh, yes. So he goes to check and he runs into Marcy, who's frantic. Yeah. And tells him that they need to run now. Yeah. So it's they do. acting. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not acting anymore. So in the fog, we see the deformed corpses of the drowned kids slowly, sort of slowly stammering towards them. And I was like, thank God the clown mask is barely recognizable as a clown <laughs> now. I can actually look at it. <laughs> oh. It's oh. covered in mud. It's barely recognizable. Thank God. <laughs> you see, you see the muddied, zombie corpse of dead, drowned children. You're like, oh, oh, thank, thank God. God. Thank yeah. God, it's zombies. Yeah. I thought it was a clown. <laughs> yeah. What's well, not clicking? <laughs> so they run, and Sarah's chains that she, the part of her costume, she as as the drowned kid that she was tra- pretending to be. Yeah. She's got the chains on, and something stands on the chains, and she just. Gets full on thrown to the ground. Yep. And then she gets, Neil. Yeah, she just gets dragged into the fog, screaming. Girl, bye. And I'm just like, bye, Sarah. See you never. <laughs> I mean, you weren't that bad. She but was, she went along with it. So that's bad. She's my second. She was also like. I think Marcy's the worst, then Sarah, then, then Chip. Chip and Schrader are kind of on the I same I would put level. Schrader above Chip, because Chip is young enough that he would have been very easily coerced into Yeah, this. it feels like he's somebody's little brother. Schrader is old enough to know better. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, she's second on the list. Yeah. But, you know, Marcy's way out in front, being yeah. the complete ringleader and just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Sarah is dragged away by the chains of her costume, and the other three reach the elevator, but Rhonda has locked herself inside. You know, just sitting by the glow of her jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. Because they protect her from the darkness. Yeah. From the spirits. The others beg her to let her in as the zombies approach. And she reaches for the key. And then just presses the up yeah. button on the other We end. were unanimously like, I support her. I support <laughs> women's wrongs. I, she's right. She's right. She's right. She should do this. <laughs> so she just presses the elevator up and leaves the quarry, waving goodbye to them as well. It's I so love funny that. as well because the acting of the kids who are getting left behind, especially Schroeder, it's it's so funny because it's like he's just like, come on, like he's just really whiny and like it's not a life or death situation. Yeah, he's just like, are you serious right now? And he's like, he's like, this isn't a death trick. approaching. This is not a prank. Yeah, and I love I love that shot of the elevator going up as well. The sort of um, low angle shot as the elevator goes up and. You know, Rhonda just looking down and giving a little, like, half yeah. wave to them as she goes up. This is what you get. Yeah, just like, bye-bye. Yeah. Enjoy death. <laughs> yeah. I support women's wrongs. She deserves this. <laughs> and as the elevator goes up, uh, we hear Shreda yelling, it's not a trick, it's real. Rhonda arrives at the top of the elevator as we hear squelching and the breaking of bones echo from down in the quarry. Oh, yeah, they'd be dead. They'd be dead dead. They'd be dead. Like, that's brutal. There's a lot of dead children in this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of dead children in this movie, actually. Uh, we do see Sam, Sackboy. Sackboy. I keep forgetting that his name is Sam. We're just calling him Sackboy the entire time. It's fine. Yes, yeah, Sackboy watches her as she gets out of the elevator. 
she puts on her little witch's hat back on, grabs the, the handle of her, of her little red trolley, and starts walking the other way. The two part, you know, nonchalantly past each other. Does she even acknowledge that he's there? I think they, they look at each other. Right. They look at each other and then just walk in opposite directions. Great. I love it. We cut, and, and that's basically the end of that story. Yeah. We've completed Sweet Little Rhonda's story. Yep. So we cut back to Laurie, who's still got an ongoing story going. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, babe. And she's walking down sort of a country path or something like that. It's Alone like a, a in trail. The dark, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, I sure hope I don't get murdered. Oh, I hope nothing bad happens. Mm. I hope the big bad wolf doesn't come and get me. Mm, I'm just a little red riding hood. Oh. <laughs> she's. Once you know the twist, you'll understand the irony of what we're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, she's walking down. She's walking down the path. I love the fact that it's like. Um, the sides of the path are just littered with jack-o'-lanterns as well. Yeah. To sort of create a really nice walkway bordered with jack-o'-lanterns. She hears a rustling behind her, the breaking of branches, something like that. She calls out to whoever it is, but there's no reply. She's just like, it's not funny. She's like, come out. Look, I'm not in the mood. Yeah. I'm alone. I'm still a virgin. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not in the fucking mood. This is the biggest problem of my life right now, and I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Look, I'm still a virgin, and I don't want to die a virgin, so... <laughs> she turns around to see the robe, black-robed vampire. She screams in fright, and we immediately cut to Danielle and the other girls at the party. Well, doesn't there, isn't there, like... he? We see her him attack her, don't we? Because there's another really upsetting close-up of his mouth. We, like we at, cut back and forth. Oh, do we? Okay. Yeah. Right. So we, we cut quickly to the party while Daniel's sort of looking out into the forest, wondering where her sister is because she hasn't arrived yet. Yep. And we get the quote, mum always said she was the run to the litter, which is another little, so good. I need to watch this again. Yeah. It's such a good little, a little nod. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't got the twist yet, we've been hinting at it so hard, but trying not to say it. It's pretty obvious at this yeah. point, I think. <laughs> Once you know the twist, it's real fucking obvious. Yeah. With all the all the dialogue and everything like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Laurie is pushed up against the tree, and while he's, like, giving her googly eyes and saying, like, my, my, what big eyes you have. Yeah. Before the robe man bites into her neck. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well... Laurie's dead. Yep, there she go. There she go. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, babe. At the party, someone screams as a body falls from the trees covered in in a robe. It's it's Little Red Riding Hood's robe. Yeah. We we can safely assume that this is Laurie's corpse. Fuck this guy for just dropping a corpse on a party, though. Rude. Yeah. Bad idiot. Rude. Yeah. Yeah, party foul. <laughs> Dude, you're being a real downer right now. Honestly. <laughs> We're trying, to, we're trying to get a feel here. Read the fucking room, my guy. <laughs> the group of girls approach and pull back the fabric to reveal the, the vampire. The black-robed man. What was your reaction to this reveal that it was actually the vampire like, in the robe? Yo, what the fuck? You're like, excuse like, me, what? Is it like two seconds later that Anna Pagwin comes around from behind the tree? and In a second, yeah, in, in just a second. So oh, he okay. begs them for help first. He, he they, they take off the robe and he's like, help, help me. me. Yeah. And from the forest emerges Laurie. Oh my God, she's looking so fine. <laughs> she, she doesn't have that on anymore. Oh. So she doesn't have the robe on anymore. And, she's, and suddenly she's like, 
She's got a, she's like, got the, her tits out. <laughs> not fully though. Not fully, not to the degree of the others, but like there's because, a bit of a corset situation going yeah, on. Yeah, she's got a corset, but uh, she's got like a ruffled shirt. Yeah. And for some reason, it just looks so sexy. Like, damn. My note is, hey, baby girl, how you living? <laughs> Anna Peck would marry me challenge. Oh, my God. <laughs> she comes out and she's her hair is all down and sort of ruffled. She looks and so She's walking with an oh attitude now, which is... Yeah, the virginal shit is gone. She's like... She's strutting. Because all but... Oh. When she was walking around before, it was just like, you know, hands together, like she's holding the little basket prop that she's got, and she's just like swaying as she walks, and she looks all innocent and everything like that. And now she's dropped a corpse on the party and comes out strutting. It was bait. (laughs) You're just like, I am horny right now. (laughs) I mean, yes, but like, damn. But it was bait. Like, she was using the act to draw a predatory dude. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Because she's so sexy. <laughs> she even turns, her sister runs over and Daniel runs over and she's like, oh my God, are you okay? You're bleeding. And she's like, yeah, he bit me. I, I took their advice. And she like gives a nod to the two friends. She's just like, you know, I, I listened to their advice and I played hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh yeah, I played hard to get and he bit me. Yeah. And the two girls are like, oh, damn, oh. sorry. My bad. The girls get her a drink while the robed man, the, the vampire, is defanged, revealing his fake teeth. Yes, he wasn't a real vampire. He was not a real vampire. They were, must have been like ceramic teeth or made of they metal must have been or something like that. sharp because he was actually biting people. Yeah, he was being vampiric. Yeah. They look like cheap plastic things when she takes them out, but like they must have been. Yeah, I think it's Snow White who leans over and like yeah. pulls the teeth and she's like, what's your name, honey? <laughs> and the, the girls are starting to get real sinister. And at this point you're going... You're like, hang on a second. Yeah, uh, his mask is is removed to reveal Stephen Wilkins. Yeah, hey, guy. How's your date going? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she's dead? Oh, okay. This is the the parade date he said he had. He was out murdering women as a vampire. Yeah. Lovely. And I love this as a, like, just another way to, like, tie in another person's story. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Just fucking awesome. It was she, so good. Yeah. I didn't actually make the connection at first. That it was Because he looks so different. He does. It's because he's, like, the top half of his face is sort of painted black. Yeah, he's got, like, the really heavy black. And then mm. he's also lying down, so his face looks different. Yeah. Um, And I didn't pick up on his name at the beginning, so when he said his name, it didn't click for me. Right. It was only after the movie finished that Nikki brought it up, and I was oh, oh shit, like, Oh, true. shit, it's the principal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she says, she, Snow White leans over and says, I'm so glad you're going to be Laurie's first. And he's like, okay, what do we mean by first? Yeah. <laughs> Huh? I could be really into this depending on the situation. <laughs> like, I'm into strong women. But <laughs> and he says, who are you people? And he looks over to see all the other male guests at the party are dead. Yeah. They're all corpses just yeah. lying bloody on the floor around a campfire. And he screams but can't run away because of his broken legs. Yeah. Which, and it's bur- It's one of those, like, boners sticking out. Yeah. It's broken, broken. And it's probably from when Laurie threw him out of a tree. She fucked him up. She fucked him up. Please marry me. Laurie Lor- and Daniel are having a little heart-to-heart, and she's like, I'm really nervous. Yeah. And Daniel's like, don't worry, just, just be yourself. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is really weird. I don't know if I'm rooting for them or not. Definitely was. <laughs> I definitely was. So Laurie mounts Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki was 
like the age difference thing here is a bit weird. And I'm like, it's not as if she's actually fucking him. She's just yeah. going to kill him. Like, yeah. shouldn't be concerned about an age difference right now. But not only killing him. Also, can I just mention the music? Oh my God. As a version, as a version of Sweet Dreams begins to play. By Marilyn Manson. By Marilyn Manson. Sweet dreams are Yeah, I'm very familiar with the song. I used to be a very big oh, Marilyn Manson fan. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a very good cover. And this entire scene is very sort of like... Sexy and horny? Yes. It's Jacob. <laughs> it's a horny fucking movie. You get more full frontal tits and it's like a very quick shot and me and Nikki were both like, boobs, tits, tits, nipples. We saw it. We saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all, it's weirdly like I don't know like an out of body experience this entire scene. It's very like they're it's like they're having a religious experience, but yeah. they're very horny about it. It feels like I'm high or something because like the ca- <laughs> <laughs> I mean you probably were. I was <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the camera's like panning around and we're getting very quick shots yeah. and then all this weird stuff starts happening and I was like mixed wait, with I need to show you my note for this part mixed it's, with sweet dreams playing. Oh my god, these three lines. Okay, so I've been handed I've been handed Dylan's notes, and it says vampires, boobs everywhere. Wait, werewolf boobs everywhere. <laughs> We're all like sexy naked vampire ladies. Fuck yeah! And then yeah, because um, Laurie leans down and she's she thanks Stephen for being her first. She was so hot in this. <laughs> Dylan is in pain at how how sexy Anna was. She was so hot. All the girls dance around the campfire, slowly undressing their clothes clothes, revealing fangs out of their mouths, and their eyes turn wolfish. They get yeah, like... well, at this point, we still thought it was a vampire thing, because it's not that clear. No, they not They just kind of turn, like... They grow fangs. They grow fangs, and, and their they eyes get... go weird. And their eyes go strange, yeah. yes. They strip completely naked, which is where you see the tits dancing around the campfire. Nice. Laurie's... You see a, a ripple go right up Laurie's spine yeah. as she's mounted on, on Stephen, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> As the girls begin to peel the skin off their bodies. Yep. You even see, like, the back of Danielle's... Uh, dress as somebody like runs, runs a, a claw, a claw down, down it and, and peels the skin. the skin yeah peels the skin off they're werewolves they're werewolves they're fucking werewolves my god this is a werewolf party their dates are their food for the night it was her first kill not her first fuck yes so what was your what was your thoughts to this reveal that they turned out to be I... fucking werewolves Fucking loved it. I know, I loved right? it. I was so on board. I know. The and first not time I... just because Anna Paquin was insanely hot in this scene. Because she was, oh my fucking God. <laughs> but like... It's just such a good twist. It's so good. And it's so, like... Earned. It's so earned, is my thing. They're so sly about it. Yeah. Throughout the entire movie. Like, the little references, like you say, like, I'll huff and I'll puff and, like, all this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, my mum always said she was the run to the litter yeah. and stuff like that. And you, you you, just think they're offhand comments that, you know, siblings make or, you know. I didn't think twice about any of them. Exactly. Yeah. Until you get this reveal and you're like, oh, my fucking God. When they were talking in the, in the when they were picking out their costumes, talking about the party last year. Uh-huh. And, you know, oh, you know, blah, 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 threw up in the Jeep. And she was like, oh, yeah, I ate, I ate some bad Mexican. Yeah. And you're like, she means a person. A person. She, <laughs> she ate a bad Mexican that didn't agree with her stomach. She met, oh, my God. It's so 
So good. I fucking love it. And it, the piece de resistance is fucking Laurie leaning down, uh, sorry, leaning up on Stephen, looking down at him. And we get this beautiful shot where she looks, because it's a low angle so- shot. So she looks, you know, dangerous and larger than you. And you just feel like this tiny little sexy me. as fuck. It's very I think, sexy. In other words, because she looks for. down and she shakes her head and she's just like, my, my, what big the eyes you have. have. And her fangs are coming out. And her she rears up. She even has like a little shock, like a shiver down her spine, and she rears up as her mouth extends into a into a into a werewolf jowl. Lord have mercy! <laughs> it is honestly one of the it is. best things. It's I can't I can't overstate how fucking hot Anna Paquin is in this scene. It's actually insane. <laughs> I need to go back and watch just that scene. <laughs> She rears up, bites into him as the girls howl. We pan away to see Sam is watching the werewolves feast on all the corpses. Yeah, He's just sat boy's just having a night. Sat boy's just sat there next to the campfire yeah. as all these girls just ravage chilling. their dates. Yeah. Uh, title card. Earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, sure. We're going back again. Yeah. Some kids stand outside a dark house. They head up the walkway, and from inside, they hear wheezing breaths. All three of them are dressed as clowns. Oh, all three of them? All three of them. They're weird clowns. Right, okay. But all three of them are dressed as fucking clowns, Jacob. <laughs> Which also... <laughs> and specifically, I think it's the one in the middle... Yes. ...is the costume the... we see later in Wilkinson's backyard. Yeah, which we both realised today. Yeah, we're, we're both, both just like... like oh, <laughs> it's the trick-or-treater from, like, the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah they're all dressed as clowns. I didn't notice. I honestly didn't. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Fuck's sake. <laughs> they, they, they knock at the door and they listen as, like, a dozen locks are unbolted from the door. And they're scared away by a pair of bright yellow eyes as something chases them away from the house. And um, we learn that this is the old man, Mr. Krieger. Yeah. Played by Brian Cox. Oh, hey, my guy. And now we get his story. Yeah. Yay. Woohoo. But the thing that scared him away was Spike, his dog. Yeah. Beautiful. They head back inside, Krieger having taken one of the kids' bags of candy. <laughs> he just nicked a, a sack of... Serious Grinch for Halloween is... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You can class it as a trick, right? True. Yeah. He tricked them and his prize is lollies. Yeah. Uh, at the fireplace, he's throwing old pictures into the flames. Then he sits to watch infomercials or just general bad TV with his dog eating the candy that he stole. Sorry, I just saw my note um, from when I saw the three kids dressed as clowns. Right. I was like, I said, clowns everywhere. I'm going to give Jacob so much shit for this. <laughs> and Nikki was like, but do the boobs make it better, though? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> was just, yeah, yeah this movie, they really do. Is this movie worth rewatching, despite the fact that it has a couple of clowns in it, just for the scene One with Anna Paquin? Thousand <laughs> Oh, my God. Just for Anna Paquin's werewolf scene. If Anna scene. Paquin's werewolf scene was in It, I would watch It. <laughs> Oh, I, we forgot to mention that one of the bits I love with the werewolf transformation was when, I don't know who it was, peeled the skin of their arm off like a glove. Yeah, they did it several times. It's good. Yeah. And doing the legs like tights. Yes. That was when I was like, oh, they're werewolves. What the fuck? Because it was like all furry underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do the arms like gloves and their legs like tights, like yeah. you're removing pantyhose or whatever yeah. like that. Fucking awesome. Yeah. But anyway, back to back to Krieger. He swigs from a bottle of whiskey and watches the news. It's the news report that we saw earlier. 
Yep. We've got that come round again. He flicks through the channels. Uh, fuck yeah, Zom- uh, Scooby-Doo Zombie Island was on. <laughs> I would be watching that shit. Hell yeah. That's a good-ass movie. Thank you. Have you seen? Nope. Oh my god. It's a classic Scooby-Doo movie. Love the it. only Scooby-Doo movie I've seen is the, the 2002 action. James Gunn is that, live what, action. Was that James Gunn? It was James Gunn. I fucking love that movie. It's so anyway, good. His, I wish we'd had the R-rated version, though. Yeah, that would be amazing. His dog suddenly starts barking at something outside. It's the front gate. He looks as kids run around his head, uh, his house egging it for being sort of a spoiled sport of Halloween, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, from you, you stole kids' candy. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. He is kind of an ass. Yeah. So. He is a dickhead. From the cupboard, he grabs a baseball bat and Spike starts barking again. He follows the dog outside to the back garden where he's chewing on something. Mm-hmm. It's the finger it's the that thingy. is the finger that Stephen yeah. threw over the fence earlier. He hears grunting from next door and has his conversation with Stephen that we saw earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, what the hell are you doing down there? Broken sewage pipe. It smells like a dead whore out here. Yeah. Yeah. We have that whole conversation again. Now from the other side of the yeah. fence. Fucking love this. Yeah. It's such a small thing where you're just like. It's very cool. Like, Yeah. It's so good to see it from... It both sides of that particular exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what... It's, there's something so satisfying about it. Yeah. Especially because, you know, Steven's one was right at the beginning of the movie, and here we are near the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like bookends. Yeah, it's yeah. booking ending it, and it's really, really satisfying. Yeah. He hears grunting from next door, yeah, has his conversation. Now from the opposite perspective, although someone else is watching with something of a distorted view. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who that is. I wonder who. It couldn't be Sackboy. Couldn't be Sackboy. Absolutely. He hasn't sh- been hanging around watching all the fucked up goings on all night or anything. No, absolutely. He has not appeared in all of our stories, including ones that took place like further back in time. Yeah, he's minding his business. Yeah. Yeah. So Krieger heads back inside and bolts the door. Spike is barking again at the front door. He heads outside, swinging the baseball back. Oh, Baseball bat, only to find the entire yard is filled with lit jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. Cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. And so pretty. I love jack-o'-lanterns. I love jack-o'-lanterns. I wish it was a thing that we did more here. Yeah, I'd love to learn how to carve them and stuff like that, but pumpkins are so expensive. It's really hard to carve pumpkins. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. They're not like a soft fruit like yeah. Sarah tried to do one once when we were living down in Waihee Beach and it was yeah it was a struggle it was it was difficult she did a really good job it mm. was a really cool one but like it would end up holding your hand up yeah. well I think it was also like a uh, what's the, it was a little green one the butternut like it was oh, yeah. just one of those so it didn't have the same like oomph you know yeah yeah it's not bright orange we don't really purple. get the big orange ones here it's no even our big pumpkins are kind of like grey yeah not really, they're not really orange yeah mm. Uh, he's about to, uh, yeah, the entire yard is filled with jack-o'-lanterns. He raises his bat to smash one with his baseball bat, and I was like, oh, oh, maybe don't do that. Um, what do you mean? It seems like a great idea. It would not have great results the last, like, four times someone's, like, smashed or blew, <laughs> blown out a jack-o'-lantern. Nothing ever went wrong from destroying a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> but he's distracted because Spike has started barking at the stairs instead. Yeah. Love that. And, uh, yeah, it's like a little, like, what's it called? EMF. The, the, the dog is just an EMF reader. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to remember what an EMF was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, bad thing. Yeah. Bad thing. Do not like it. <laughs> so he locks the door as Spike runs upstairs. We hear faint laughter and Spike barking as Krieger grabs his grabs and loads his shotgun yeah, before there it heading is. upstairs. Yeah. I mean, he did gun, say... He has to use the gun. Yeah. And he even said to, what, Stephen, I've got a... HRA a shotgun men- above the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I've got a membership in my wallet and a shotgun above the fireplace. Yeah, exactly. So he said that. So now he has to use the gun. Now he uses I love That's that. That's the rules. Yeah. I love yeah. that it's brought up. He tries to turn on the light and it blows as a small figure runs past the upstairs hall. It's chill. It's fine. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely nothing to worry about. No worries at all. Go back and watch Scooby-Doo. You'll be right. Um, Spike barks and then yelps as Krieger slowly makes his, way, his wheezy way upstairs. I've got to mention his wheezy way because... Yeah. There's like a smoking ashtray on the table next to his chair. He's probably like a fucking pack a day smoker. Oh, probably. Yeah. And he's like, <gasps> yeah. <gasps> As every like step he takes, it's really, I don't know, audibly, it's really unsettling. Yeah. Just hearing that noise. We see a figure moving under the frame of a door to another room. We're not sure what this room is. But inside, it's his bedroom and just everything in his house is like moldy. It's or, like, a gross dirty. House. He doesn't take care of it. No. It's it, yeah, it's gross. Yeah. And I get the feeling he probably lives in his bathrobe as well. Yeah. Like doesn't really lives in his bathrobe in his armchair. And that's it. He's probably got like a stack of empty whiskey bottles somewhere oh, next definitely. to his chair. Yeah. No doubt. Something is moving under the sheets. He pulls the covers back to find a sort of an electronic skeleton hand which is just kind of wriggling there. Love that. We were like, what the like it, it Shows the bed and the, like, sheet covering the thing and something moving underneath. And we were like, what the fuck? What mm. the... What the fuck is that? What the... Like- <laughs> and then he pulls the blankets out and you're like, oh. Oh, but where did that come from? And then suddenly a flame erupts from the corner of the room. Like a jack-o'-lantern catches on fire. Yeah, a jack-o'-lantern in the, in the corner of the room just belches fire. And it illuminates the room where the words have been... Where words have been scrawled in blood... All up the wall. Yeah. And trick or treat, give me something good to eat. Yeah, trick yeah. or treat, give me something good to eat. At this point, I was like, this shot is so good. It was just like pans, like a low angle shot, pans across like the walls and the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And like the, the artistry of the writing on the wall is really good. It's so good. And I was like, this movie has no fucking right to go this hard. I know, right? What the fuck? Absolutely. Because we, yeah, we get that panning shot of, because you see it just written on the walls and you're like, oh, that's weird. And then like it pans up slowly, like, oh, it goes all the way up. It's, uh, oh, it's, it's on the fucking ceiling. Yeah. And, and then it like, looks good. And it makes it feel so dangerous because it pans up and then leads up the ceiling towards our character. Yeah. So you're like, oh, fuck, it looks like a trail leading yeah. towards you. <laughs> but it's so well done because like stuff like that whenever they do stuff like that in movies it always looks cheesy and stupid always yes. without fail every time this was convincing this was fucking terrifying yeah and it, as as Krieger's looking at the writing above him a little hand reaches out from under the bed and just nicks the back of his heel fucking what was the word I used <laughs> I can't remember hamstrings him just Straight yeah. across. Achilles tendon gone. Yeah, gone. Yeah. Just slash across the back there. Okay. I mean, yeah, I hate that. I hate that in movies so much. Yeah. It's just such a tender spot. It's so funny, though, because it doesn't affect him in any way, shape, or form. He's fine. He's running around. I know. He does have to Nothing limp. happens. He does now have to limp. He limps, but, like, he's like he's still getting around fine. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yes, he, uh, Krieger obviously collapses to the floor. As because. He would. He got a he got a wee bit of an ouchie. Yeah, just a little boo boo. A little boo boo. Yeah, put Scooby Doo we- plaster on it. She'll be right. <laughs> You're gonna really zone in on that Scooby Doo thing now, aren't you? Like Is it because I noticed it was Scooby Doo playing on the TV? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also just thinking about James Gunn's 2002 Scooby Doo movie because I love it so much. So as he's collapsed on the floor, Sam emerges from under the bed. It 
Yeah, it's that little fucking six-year-old in like an orange romper. Set boy, what are you fucking up to? With a little sack on his face with little cute button eyes. Yeah, what's your damage, set boy? He unwraps a candy bar that he's holding to reveal that, you know, there's a razor inside it. It's quite good because it's like he's slowly unwrapping it and the guy's watching him like, what the fuck? And then the razor is revealed and it's like, there's like a musical sting. And yeah. It's really effective. It's, it's so really good. Because it should be stupid and cheesy. Yeah. But it's not. It's actually like... This is scary. Nikki was, I think, genuinely a little bit scared. And there it was, plays on that whole, you know, check your candy yeah. thing. There was one, I can't remember what part it was of the scene, but there was one part that genuinely gave Nikki a fright. He was just like, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And yes, he, it reveals a chocolate bar with a razor in it, and that's probably what he used to cut Krieger's leg. Yeah. Uh, Krieger shoots the shotgun, but Sam is gone, because he has to sort of lean over to grab it, and by the time he's turned around and shot, mm-hmm. Sam's gone. Yeah. Um, so he just shoots the jack-o'-lantern that was behind him, which explodes into pulpy goodness. Yum. He runs, or tries to run, limps across the hallway, um, basically trying to get down the stairs, and trips, and sort of careens his way all the way down the stairs. Down the stairs. To the front door. I forgot about this, it was awful. So, and then we get a quick shot of, like, the floor, and you realise the floor is littered with, like, bits of candy, Uh glass, glass, and razor blades. Yep. So that's what he tripped on, and that's what he rolled down. Rolled into, and, like, he tries to get up, and, like, his hand, like... Yeah, he tries to stand himself up, which he has to use his hands to do, but his hands are covered in tiny shards of glass. He, like, looks at them, and there's, yeah, just glass and blood, and it's one of the things that I just, I hate. Mm -hmm. The idea of, like, glass, like, having to get up, like... Yeah. It's real nasty. Uh, he is in great pain, but he tries to use his hands to work the 12 locks he's got to his front door. Yep. See, the paranoia has now locked him inside. It's a bite, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I love this shot because as he's trying to unlock that door, you see Sam crawling across the ceiling. It's so good. Because he comes around the, the like, curve of the stairs. Yeah. Obviously admit- on the wall and then onto the ceiling. I admit that I laughed. Because it does look a little bit ridiculous to start with, but then it's like it's also it's deeply sinister. <laughs> it's it's creepy and yet like it's funny and scary at the same time. Yeah, because you're just like what? <laughs> Krieger hears a laugh above him and looks up to as Sam drops down on him and the two fight. Krieger manages to smash him into a mirror, and that's when he sees Stephen, his neighbor. Heading inside on his porch. Yep. So he runs to the window and calls out to Stephen for help. Help Help me for the love of God, help me! Screw you. Screw you. Here comes that boy. Boom! (laughs) (laughs) Stephen heads back inside and Krieger gets fucking spear tackled by Sam. Beautiful tackle by Sack Boy. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's gonna be hard to recover from that one. Krieger gets a grip on the bag that's covering Sam's face and rips it off to reveal a pumpkin-headed creature. This took me out of it. I hated this. You didn't like this? I didn't like it. I didn't like the design of the creature. Mm. I also, like, am a big advocate for, like, leaving a little mystery. Yeah. If they had just not taken the sack off, it would have been a much better movie, in my opinion. Okay, fair enough. But... I mean, it was really funny, though. It was so good because because Craig is just like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> he's a sentient pumpkin. Well, I think he's like the spirit of Halloween. Yeah. So, but the spirit of Halloween manifests as a sentient pumpkin, and it's so funny. A sentient trick or treating pumpkin. Yeah. 
Basically, yeah. Yeah. I love it. He's filled with pumpkin flesh and seeds. Yeah. <laughs> he rips off, yeah, to reveal the pumpkin creature. They tussle some more, uh, resulting in Krieger managing to get hold of his shotgun and shooting Sam across the room. Yep. Literally, the blast is so strong against this little creature, it sends him sort of skidding across the floor to the other side of the room. Fucking awesome. Yeah. It's really, really yeah. good. I I think this is... The, yeah, this is... I fucking lost my shit at this because it cuts to, like, a shot of, like... You can't really see the bottom of the stairs or anything. You just see, like... You're looking down into, like, the end of the corridor. So, like, the wall is on the left and then to the right, like, it disappears towards the stairs. Yes. And you just see Sam's body go... <laughs> against the wall, like yes. sitting down with his legs out, just <laughs> and I think there's even like this little uh, it noise. Was so fucking funny! I it's absolutely so, lost it. It was so, so good. good. Uh, yeah, Sam is seemingly dead. Um, Krieger reloads his shotgun and walks to the corpse, shooting the creature two more times, yeah. dismembering it. Yep. Good and on every him. Every time it's pumpkin flesh and seeds. Yeah, pumpkin seeds and stuff fall out. I love that it's, he does the yeah. he does the double tap though. You know, make sure they're dead. Yes. Because Smart. yeah, absolutely. Before he heads to the phone, he's literally just like bang, tsh, bang. Okay. <laughs> Reload. Tsh, bang. <laughs> yeah. And then phone. Okay, now yeah. I can phone. <laughs> yeah. Stumbles over to the fucking like rotary phone. Thing. Yes. He calls the police, but the phone goes dead as we see a little hand pull the little phone cord out. Yeah. And he's like. Oh. Wait, what the? F- I really liked this bit because it was like, that happens, and then you go, oh, he's not dead. And the camera sort of starts to pan we, towards where Sam is. We get this tiny skittering noise yeah. first. You just hear this, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, Sam's still alive. Yeah. But we, yeah, we, we get this starts, amazing shot. It starts to pan, and then like a cock teasing little bitch, the camera moves back again in the other direction, and you're like, no! I'm expecting you to, like, go there and show me an empty, like, hallway. Yeah. But it, like, stops just shy of it. We do see Sam. back. We do see Sam's corpse, though. But, yeah, but then it moves back again. So that time you're expecting to see the empty hallway. But he's yeah. still there. But it, it, I guess it's giving us um, Krieger's vision, right? Because, like, he looks left towards yeah. Sam. And he's just like, okay, that's still there. So yeah. what the f- And then pans right a bit. And then suddenly he's stabbed in the leg. Yeah. And you're just like what excuse me like in his foot or something isn't it yeah yeah in his foot or something like that um uh, it's sam's hand yeah it's just fucking just that the hand that he he shot off when he dismembered it's just it. a full thing situation it's moving independently and he like falls to the floor as the hand sort of skitters off and he looks at it and uh, as it's like dragging itself across the floor and he, he literally i love this line you've got to be fucking kidding me it was so good <laughs> we were like that is the correct attitude to have like are you for fucking real right now. Yeah, he's like, just like, are you fucking serious? Can't catch a goddamn break. He grabs his uh, he grabs his shotgun, but it's out of bullets, and has to watch as the hand drags Sam's sack back to him. Yep. And yeah, I just love that it's all pumpkin flesh. There's like a yeah. trail of pumpkin flesh and it, like, at it, like, the end of this on hand. His little pant leg. Yeah, it's like, just wake like, up, wake up. Wake up, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I'm helping. Sam reassembles himself and puts the sack back on his head before approaching with a lollipop. The pumpkin lollipop. Uh-huh. And he takes a big old <laughs> He takes out a of big it. old bite because he's got this massive mouth. Yeah. He takes a big old bite from it. So now it's like... Now it's sharp. It's sharp as fuck. Krieger reaches for his bottle of whiskey and smashes it to use it as like a weapon. Mm-hmm. And Sam just snaps his arm. 
Yep. Just grabs his arm and just goes. <laughs> and you're just like, ah! Oh, ah! Yucky. Is what I have to say about that. Stam stabs at Krieger. And he's, I love this as well. The, the, it's the same thing when we got with Steven where you see the knife, you see the knife and Krieger screams and he goes, ah! And then there's like a pause yeah. and like, he's like, Krieger like slowly opens one eye and he's like, am I dead? Yeah. It's, it's really slow as well. He's like, like, uh, like for ages with his eyes closed and then eventually he slowly opens them and you're like, what? Yeah. And we look down to see that, um, Sam has stabbed a chocolate bar. <laughs> and he just p- picks up the chocolate bar and um, takes a little nibble from it and starts yeah. walking away. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Give me something good to eat. Exactly. Yeah. Trick or it treat, so give me something good, good to eat. He, you just had to give him a, yeah, a candy bar. He was bar. rude to the trick or treaters. He didn't give them candy. So then Sam was like, give me yeah. some fucking candy, you stingy old cunt. <laughs> the spirit of halloween was like nah that's not the rule yeah you got to follow the rules let me play a little trick on you yeah <laughs> the trick is murder <laughs> obviously what were you expecting i love krieger's face as he watches confused as yeah. sam just sort of like in his little orange romper just slowly sort of plods away yeah, just nibbling away. on the chocolate he bar he walks towards the door the door opens on its own there's a moment where, the, where he looks back at krieger yeah and he's just like thank you or like, or it's, there's like an, a moment of understanding where he's like, that's all I wanted. Yeah. Bye now. He's still munching away at the chocolate bar that's like stabbed onto his sharp lollipop. Yeah. Yeah. And then he walks outside. Yeah, the door opens by itself to let Sam out and then slams behind him. And you're just like, what did I watch? Yeah. <laughs> what in the actual? In the fireplace, we see the pictures that Krieger was burning. Yep. Photographs of a school bus and the troubled kid's that drowned there. He was the motherfucking bus driver. Trigo was a bus driver. He deserved to die. He should have died. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Again, just a little link. Yeah. To just go, it explains oh. why he is the way that he is as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, title card later. Trick or treaters knock at Krieger's door. He's all bandaged up and he's got his arm in a sling and everything like that. And he's smiling and he's handing out candy because he knows the consequences if you don't. Goddamn lesson. (laughs) And I love the little girl who stays and she's like, Thanks, Mr. Krieger. Great mommy costume. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, Oh. He understands the assignment now. Yes. Yeah. Um, He walks to the end of his porch where. yeah, where, where Billy is handing out candy to the kids. Because mm-hmm. he, like, looks out at the neighborhood and you see Billy, Stephen's son, yeah. is waiting for his dad to come home, wearing his, like... Bloodied shirt. Bloodied vomit-covered shirt. Yeah. And is handing out candy to kids. Yeah. Uh, we see Rhonda, half-dazed, having ha- having had her experience, uh-huh. slowly with her red wagon walking across the road where a car almost hits her. Mm-hmm. The car driven by Laurie and Danielle and their gang having yeah. just had their Giggling Halloween and feast. And, yeah. <laughs> Love this. Yeah. All the stories coming together. Um, yeah, Laurie and her friends as Sam watches him from the other side of the road. The two share another glance between each other, but they get distracted as across the road, Emma and her husband are arriving home. She's had a bad night, blows out the candle of the jack-o'-lantern. Sam looks down at his very sharp lollipop before heading over to the house. Yeah. Krieger closes his door and walks away, only to hear knocking a couple of seconds later. He opens the door, you know, ready to hand out more 
more um, trick-or-treat candy, but um, is met by the sound of mumbles and chains, and he's mortified as he sees the zombie kids he'd driven and drowned in the quarry 30 years ago. They finally found the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, they finally found him, and I don't know whether it's because Rondon gave them a way to escape or something Quite like that. Quite possibly, or just the fact that they woke them up. And we get quick flashes of the comicified versions of our stories as credits begin to roll. I literally, at this point, I was like, that can't be the end of the movie. And then the credits rolled, and Nicky just kind of, like, sat forward and put his face in his hands for, like, two solid minutes, just not (laughs) saying anything. You have to process. We were like, what the fuck did Jacob just make us watch? (laughs) But wasn't it a good time? It actually was. Like, I think some of my notes towards the end, I was like... Um, I, do I love this movie? Like, I think I love this movie, like, halfway through. And then at the end, my very last note, my very last note is, I can't be sure, but I think this movie might be a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's a Halloween masterpiece, and it's so, like, I need, I underrated. Need, yeah, I do need to watch it again. It's got cult classic vibes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so this concludes Trick or Treat 2007. So give me your rundown for this movie. What did you think of it for your first time watching Trick or Treat? Well, I was confused. Yes. Uh, I was betrayed because there were clowns in it. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so, like, I was bewildered and I was like, what the fuck is going on? But I was like, it's good, though. It's well made. Yeah. Like, and everything makes sense by the end. All, we were talking about it afterwards. We were like, everything got wrapped up. Yeah. There's no, we couldn't think of any plot. Like, the only thing that we could think of is that poor, um, what, the kid... The principal's kid. Oh, Billy. Billy doesn't have a dad anymore. Yeah. But that's, like, pretty much it. We're yeah. Like, everything else got quite neatly wrapped up. And Very like, neatly Even though there up. was so fucking much going on. And this movie's only an hour 20. Is it only an hour 20? It's only an hour 20. What the fuck? And they pack so much into it. They really do. And it's phenomenal shit, too. Like, it's everything so, is so much. I wasn't... Ex- I don't... I mean, I don't know what I was expecting going into it, but it wasn't this. But I'm glad that it was. Yes. Yeah. This movie, yeah, it's like it's an underrated fucking Halloween gem. Like Not enough Anna Paquin <laughs> is my one criticism. Um, yeah, but you can't have... You, you, you can have moderation. This fake news. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, if the entire movie was sexy Anna Paquin, then you wouldn't have that amazing reveal moment. Oh my god, she was so hot in <laughs> Overall, I just think this movie is absolutely fantastic. It's a good time. It's so well written, so well acted, I'm it's really... so complicated, but yeah. manages to do everything it's trying to do. I'm really glad I watched it with other people, because we were all so confused. Mm. But it was a fun time. Absolutely. Yeah. This movie can only be described as a fun time. I cannot wait to watch this with Anya. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what's your overall personal rating for this movie, do you think? One being awful, ten being amazing. Where would you scale this for yourself as a personal enjoyment? (sighs) Like, I was thinking this morning, I was like, eh, like... Or maybe, like, last night when I went to bed. Like, I think I'm going to give it kind of a low score. But then I was thinking about it more this morning and, like, you talking about, like, the little little werewolf jokes that they litter throughout and, like, just the little things like that. Mm. I actually think it's a really good movie. I, it's really, really good. I want to give it, like, an eight. An eight? Like, an eight. 
That's because it knows what it's doing. It's very self-aware. 100%. If it wasn't self-aware, it would be a trash fire. Yeah. That's it the is thing. so self-aware. I think three or four times we were like, this should feel stupid or cheesy or bad. But, but it it's works. not. <laughs> yeah. Like, it somehow works. I, yeah, it's some sort of wizardry they've pulled yeah. on this because it's fucking phenomenal. It's so good. This is a 10 out of 10 for me. Like, for a, for a Halloween treat, this you movie is it. No, I'm bumping it up to a 9. Okay, yeah. Because of the Anapak from Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> she was so fucking hot. Oh my god. It's so amazing. Yeah. This movie's just really good, and Sam's become something of like an iconic Halloween figure now with the, yeah. the little sack boy. Sack boy. Because he's cute and yeah, looks adorable. different, but also menacing and terrifying. Yeah. I, I, I stand by, I think it would have been better if he had kept the mask on. I, I, I kind of agree. I didn't like the weird little pumpkin alien face. No, no. I didn't love it. They could have done everything they want, they, they did without removing his mask. Like, if, yeah. if Krieger had shot him across the room and, you know, you realise his flesh was, like, yeah. pumpkin it would not have made a lick of difference. Yeah, it, yeah, you would have been like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. But still kept the mystery of his yeah. face. I like when movies end with a little mystery. Yeah, absolutely. I like that, yeah. But also, this movie movie just wraps everything up so beautifully oh so good so we like to give credit where credit's due is there a particular actor or character or um or something that you'd like to give props to in this movie do you have to ask is it anna paquin just for no okay so like i said earlier i was like jacob asked me before we started recording like who i thought that was and i was like well i keep on wanting to say anna paquin because she's really hot and then i'm like that's not fair i should like Give it to somebody else. But she else. does do a fantastic job she in this movie. She really does do a really fucking good job of doing that, the that, innocent virginal my, thing. My, my, what big eyes you have. Shut the Before fuck Before taking a massive uh, bite out of him, I was like, God. yes! Oh, she's so fucking sexy. <laughs> to be fair to everybody else in this movie, I'm not going to say Anna Bagwell. <laughs> All right. Um, the, I forget, I always forget his name, the guy in the house at the end, the bus driver. Oh, um, Brian Cox. Yeah. As Krieger. That whole scene was fucking amazing. And Brian Cox is just a, such an, I don't want to say underrated, because I think he, he does get, like, quite a bit of acclaim, but, like, not enough. He's yeah. really fucking good in He's, everything. That, like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, the tone was just so perfect. perfect. It was a mix of, like, confusion, frustration, and just, just bewilderment. exasperation. Yeah, it's just like... like Come on! But also confused as well, like, what? Yeah. you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's so good. And managing to keep up that wheezy thing that he was doing as well. Yeah, yeah. No, he was very, very good. So I'm going to give it to him just to be fair. (laughs) I mean, because otherwise it would be Anna Paquin I'm a desperate thirsty lesbian, so, like, it's a difficult (laughs) choice, but... Fair. She was even I listen, I've been single for a really long time. <laughs> as a gay man, when she came out of the forest, I was like, mm, damn. Mm. Like Don't even get me started on that fucking reveal. I was like losing my mind. When she struts out of the forest. Yeah. Oh my oh, mm, the cloak has come off and it's oh <laughs> and there's a little bit of blood on her boobs. And like, she's taking charge. She's suddenly very like confident and like sexy and you're just And like, she just mounts him. Oh, and you're like oh, me? Mount, mount me. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, Brian Cox. <laughs> yes, Brian Cox. Brian Cox did amazing. I wanted to give props to uh, Dylan Baker, who played Stephen Wilkins, aka the principal. 
fair, yes, he was also very good. He was awesome. Yeah. He was he was treading that line between comedy and horror. Yes. So well. Yeah. yeah. Like that whole comedy. It's a difficult line to It's such a difficult Because yeah. he's terrifying. Yeah. And also funny. Yeah. Because what was it? Him and his son, you know. Why don't you go watch Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown's an asshole. Like, really? <laughs> like it's just so good. While he's lording over a grave of children's corpses, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I want to come pumpkins, Daddy. I want a minute, minute, Daddy, why is Mummy dead, Daddy? Minute, minute. Daddy, I want to come to Daddy, why is Mummy dead? Yeah. <laughs> like you're just like. What and yeah, yep. All around acting perfect. Yeah, child actors, including young Billy, who was a very young actor, very very young. Yeah, including you know um, Marcy and Schrader and Chip and yeah, there and was there Charlie. wasn't any bad acting in it. Fantastic. That I could, yeah, like that's good. Five child child actors in this, and one of them is very very young. Yeah, and they're fantastic. Props to. Directors, writers, actors, costume designers, everything. It's a weirdly, like, tight, cohesive movie. Yes. Even though when you're watching it, it feels like a clusterfuck. You're like, what is going on? But it wraps up so nicely and neatly, Mm -hmm. and everything makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it's just satisfying. It finishes and you just go, wow, that was a lot, but... I'm satisfied. <laughs> I was so confused that I started to like it. Yeah. Like, half, like, not even halfway through. Like, I can't remember. I think it was when he was in the grave with the children. Oh, yeah. And, and I was like, like, this is absurd. This is absurd, but, like, do I, I, I like this movie? <laughs> do I? I was asking myself the entire time. I was like, do I like this movie? <laughs> and then, of course, it got to the werewolf scene, and I was like, I like this I movie. love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that concludes our talk on Trick or Treat 2007. Thank you so much for joining me, Dylan. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Despite the clowns. Despite. I'm never going to let you live that down. <laughs> okay, next year we're doing the house that October built. But... No, we're not. <laughs> but why, Dylan? There's no clowns. I haven't seen it, by the way. It's because there's clowns in it, Jacob. I have not seen it. Do you really need to ask? I'll watch it one day. Yeah, without me. Thank you. Okay. I'll do it with someone else then. Someone who appreciates me. <laughs> How dare you, first of all. Sixth episode in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really don't appreciate you or anything you do, and I don't want to be here. But it's my sixth episode. You absolutely hate talking about movies with me. It's just disgusting. I hate talking about movies in general. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, everyone, um, for joining us on our special Halloween or one of our four Halloween episodes. We've got one more to go. It's spooky season, spooky baby. Spooky season. So we'll see you next week for one more trick or treat. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending them an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com, and or following them on Twitter, at cherrypophorror. Okay, good night. Sleep tight. Give me someone good to bite.